Hey everybody, it's Lee, and this is Let Us Say It For You. Big Mike and his ass. Big girl. <laughs> Look at Whoa. us, still moving and grooving. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Biggie? You know, I'm big in it. <laughs> That's right. I'm big in it. I'm straight, you know? Uh, I, uh, the only new thing happening, guys, is that Willie and I have a tendency to buy a bunch of groceries and still eat out. Oh. So what we said we were going to do after this last grocery shop run, we were going to actually cook and not buy things that are out. And so far, we <laughs> have done it for two days. So Woo! yay, yay. Yeah, I, I don't know if anybody else is bad at this shit, but I have this very false understanding of when things expire. <laughs> so my mom because, I'm, because I'm not a snacker and because I only eat when I'm hungry, um, I have a tendency to a lot of things go bad in my refrigerator. And I'm not proud of it because that's very wasteful, but I'm not hungry. And I don't think about it. And then I forget that I have bread and I forget that I have, that I have, um, you know, things and right. cheese. I forget that I have these things because we whatever. Have the meats. The, the meats. Um, <laughs> even with, you know, dressing, dressing actually has an expiration date. I don't know mm -hmm. if anybody knew that, but um, it does. I'm finding a lot of things have an expiration date. And apparently if it was alive, it probably does have an expiration date. Okay, cool. Um, so... I was just checking all these things and I'm making my ground meat for my tacos and I got hella shells. All of them was expired. Ooh, <laughs> the corn yeah. tortillas and the wheat and, and the flour tortillas was it was expired. And I was like, Yeah, Mike. Damn, fucked up. And mine <laughs> they didn't have mold on them. They didn't smell weird. And I know smelling things another indication of. Okay, well, maybe it's, the use-by date, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the use-by date or the expiration date, best to use or um, best when bought or best when frozen, whatever those, mm -hmm. those acronyms are. Um, none of the bread had it on it, so I didn't know what to do, and it did not smell, and it looked perfectly fine. But well, I would say for I, all intents and purposes, if you can't, if it's not kosher to you. Right? But I was scared because not just me and shit. So I was like, and there are so many things you can, can you can can get from eating. That food. Yeah. So I was like, well, if it was just me, I damn sure would have ate that taco like that. But I decided to go to Publix and get more corn tortillas. So it's cool. Um, oh. But that's just my little thing, y'all. Just you know, pay attention to the stuff that's in your refrigerator before you decide to go buy something else um i've been wanting philly cheesesteaks a lot i've been making them lately instead of going to places to buy them so my philly cheesesteak has been hitting goddamn get that really thin skirt steak at Publix, and you chop that bitch up in the smallest pieces and you season you season that shit to to, to your liking perfection and you put that provolone cheese on top of that shit while it's cooking put that on that bitch. that's it the best and get the fresh hoagie bread from Publix. Don't you must. You must. don't get the roll bread. You gotta get the hoagie bread. That fresh roll. Hoagie Go into bread. it. But that's that's my thing, girl. 
And then we painted yesterday. That was a good time. Yes. So just getting ready for the child. Getting ready for the baby. That's all. About you, girl. Uh, me, um, I have I've been okay, I guess. I've been tired of travel recently. Traveling. At my second home, Atlanta. Love it so much. Love everything about the ATL. Um, so I was there this weekend and I'm back and I feel like I have just been really exhausted, but I'm finally okay. And what I was saying to Micah is that, you know, in general, I've always been a homebody, right? Like people who are just getting to know me now, they, they know me as probably essentially what, what you would have known Micah as. If you call me, I'm down. Like, Hey, Leah, you want to go here? Sure. Leah, I want to do this. We outside. This has never been me. I have always been the bitch you don't call. I don't want to go, right? Um, And so I don't know, I would say it happened, it probably happened in 2019 to be real, the real transition, but it's gotten, I've gotten a lot more free with it because my immediate people I would call aren't necessarily available. Hence Micah, you know, like Micah isn't gonna come to the, and it's not, it don't be the club, it's some Jamaican party. I'm a Jamaican party girl. Right. I've had to venture out, I've had to go extend with the cookies and I've had to extend with, uh, yeah the sausage and, and t- technically since i've given me and sasha me and sasha had a good little run now and sasha used to go to parties by herself all the time and i saw her at a party once and i was like call me please i'm i'm searching for people to go out with and then you know from there leah and sasha were born so um that's kind of been my thing i've been i've i think i'm finally getting back to being tired as fuck now and not wanting to go but it's like even now it's it's Gail's birthday is coming up. And so she hit me up and was like, you know, she wants, you know, me to come out some of these parties with her. And I'm like, okay. So I'm looking them up now. They're not, they're not, they're not cheap. But I'm probably gonna pay for like two of them and go anyway, because you know, hey. Why not? Why the fuck not? So why the fuck not? Um, yeah. So um in other news, it is currently um Neptune retrograde, I think. Is it Neptune? It's a different retrograde. We're not in Mercury's anymore. And, uh, Thank God. Right. That one was a that one was a fucking doozy. That was a doozy. That was a doozy. <laughs> and um, the thing about this one is, I won't speak much on it because I don't know much about it. But from what I got, um, it was like this one lasts until like the end of December or something like that. Yeah. It's a, yeah. But it's not as aggressive as. Yeah. Everybody felt like they were just really off balance the whole time. This one, yeah. this way, this one actually is this one because it's almost like the epiphany retrograde. Like you get all these moments of like, I can, damn, I can't believe I let this nigga talk to me like flexion, bro. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. like a good time apparently for you to just get all your affairs in order and get your mind back where you want it. Everything kind of makes sense. So if you're into that um, zodiac stuff or not, I don't mind it. I think it's a great time. I like looking at zodiac stuff. Guess what? What? Neptune in retrograde will be in Pisces. <laughs> well, mm. Bitch, we're about to thrive. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we're about to kill shit. We're about to thrive. So, yeah. Yes, guess- that's what's up. That's- I thought it was like, it's in the dreamy. It's dreamy and emotional. Dreamy, emotional. And that is a Pisces in a nutshell. Uh- Fucking, I'll cry right now. So, this is great. And it's a reflection time. So I think, you know, just see what you learn. Yeah. My, my favorite punchline from that is apparently this these last couple months, which makes sense. Because even if you're not into makes sense, let's relate this to how we really think about it. There's posts going around. I posted it on my page. It said, 
2022 is in six months. Don't let nobody waste your time. That still applies to this, this Neptune retrograde shit. Now, yes, it does. who's been wasting my time? Who doesn't really serve a purpose in my life? Who has been fucking me over for a long time? Who have I just gotten a pippin? I mean, and I feel like them bitches is just dropping for the sky for me. I have been seeing so many. I, I just said to Brie today, I said, girl, I feel like everybody on their last fucking leg with me. That's crazy. I just, <laughs> everybody on their last chance with me. Like, stop, stop. Like, just stop. So good luck with this one, y'all. It's not going to be as aggressive, but bitch, it's a, it's a sketchy one and it's in Pisces. So Micah it, flourish. It says the Neptune retrograde will ask us to be honest with ourselves once and for all and to release the limiting beliefs holding us back and start to provoke you to make big changes in your life. What does it sound like? Everything we go through. Girl, the fuck? Girl? Get ready to cut bitches off and whatnot. <laughs> Come down, bitch. You know, I've been feeling about that shit lately. You know, that yes, and, and that's and that's the only reason why I feel like it's fun. Whether you want to take this shit to heart or not, I, I'm i right in the zone of feeling like that about so many things. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. we're going to talk about some of that shit today on today's episode. So, you know, I think it's, I think it's a, a, a fantastic thing and um, um, I'm here for it. So... Mike and I have been having, obviously, these same conversations, which is why I was like, this podcast is going to be pretty good. And we were talking about just some situations we had yesterday, and Micah said something, and I was like, I put the, I, I like held the phone weird, and I started clapping, because I knew <laughs> how good of a bar that was. And Micah was just like, you know, you can't be a whole, and this can go both ways, but it was kind of like, you know, you can't be a whole ass woman to a half ass nigga. And I was just like. Coming through with the guy. <laughs> and, and I think, and I would give this to the men, or vice versa. You can't be a whole ass man with a half ass woman. So I'll give. I, it's the same thing, fine. But um, that's the bottom line. You can't be a whole ass person to a half ass person because it's kind of like you're. It's just never fulfilling. And at some point, it's kind of like you're just pouring and pouring into something that's not pouring, pouring back into you. And it's not capable. Not capable. That's even a different thing. Because it's you're an asshole if you can do it and you just don't want to. You're a dick. Yeah. If you don't even have the capacity for it, that's something that you and this other person need to fucking figure out. You know, and then honestly, whole person, if you're the whole person, you gonna have to figure it out, fam. You gonna have to help you help them help you. Or they just gonna keep fucking playing with you. A lot of people that aren't fulfilled in some type of way. They don't even fucking realize it for real. And, and it's easier for me in some cases to just compare it to guys. Guys have a tendency where they break up with a girl. A nigga been with me for 10 years. We break up, he got a new bitch next week. It's just like, all right, well. All right. All right, nigga. All right. And poor, poor, unsuspecting woman, if she has not done her due diligence and a lot of self-reflecting to understand a sick nigga when she see one, sis gonna be fucked up. All that shit I was going through, I'm gonna be honest. All my exes, all the problems they had while I left them, all these niggas. Still got them. Got them. They still got them. They still got them. My ex, my daughter's dad, I broke up with him. He met the girl that he's still with now three days after we broke up. Three. They're oh, Lord. Been kissing years. They're still together now. So, and, he, and, and then how me and Micah kind of balance that off, too, is that's not to say the issues that he and I had, maybe she's just a lot better at managing these fucking problems because I could not take it any fucking longer. Baby dad had to go. Thank you. 
someone just dropped in to show love mike they said hi um yeah so it was just the epiphany of just think about something where and this is uh, uh, the conversation we were talking about kind of went along the lines of like therapy right everybody doesn't like therapy mike and i are huge advocates for therapy we think everybody should do it therapy should not be a therapist should not be confused with a psychiatrist these are two different professions or two, two different, different professions two different <laughs> things okay please stop feeling like motherfucker calling you crazy okay and subscribing you pills and telling you right. wrong with you yeah that's not what they do they literally just sit there and talk to you and if you have a friend that you call like we talked about last episode you got a friend that you always call and dump all your shit on guess what you need a fucking therapist so bad give it to them give it to them because i don't know micah is very good at balancing stuff i'm gonna I'm tell you straight up hey i don't got time for, I, i'm not doing this today <laughs> i'm not doing it today i don't want to hear it Call but you should do it to yourself to you. too to go to a clinically approved person for this that shit. Can help you. I'm like, not trying real. to save you, daddy or mama or whatever. All of us is we we're we're coming based off of personal um experiences that we've had in our own lives. So exactly. if you think about it, our shit is limited as well. Exactly. It's like not projections per se, but we're going based off what we know about you already, which is a bias. And we're right. going based off what we've gone through and what we did in that situation. And and, and 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 it's not to say we can't give you good advice, but that's just assuming we've been through that situation. And this is just based off yeah, handle the situation. It's not to say that should have worked for you. So that's kind of what it is. But say you're somebody in a relationship and you're doing all these things to improve yourself. You're going to therapy, you're self-assessing, you're doing all this shit, but you're in a relationship with somebody that has no interest in doing any of this. None. What is this? What does this mean for your relationship? It doesn't mean that shit gonna fail. But where the fuck are we going? You you kind of get what I'm saying. And then truth be told, I think that type of shit is exactly how people grow apart. When someone is elevating in some type of way, it doesn't have to just be financially or work wise. But if somebody is really doing the work to become a better fucking human, right? Um, and you're having the tough conversations with yourself or your therapist or with people that you've wronged or whatever the fuck. I think self-growth is a fantastic thing. But if you're the only one in your relationship doing these things, how far do you really see your fucking relationship going? And then if you're the person, I guess that's the real question, Micah. If you're the person that doesn't see any of this worth it, what does it take for you to say, okay, fine, like I'm with Micah. Micah go to therapy all the time. Me and Micah together, I love my bitch. But I don't want to go to therapy. I don't think shit wrong with me. And I haven't really changed my views on anything in the last like fucking 31 years, where do we go from here? Because Michael's like seeing things a little differently. What do we do? You know what I mean? Like, so I think in that situation, um, and I know two people that's in that situation because that's exactly how they feel. Um, but the only bad thing about that is there is something wrong with them. And so for me, if you're that, if you're that person saying, I don't think I need to self-assess, self-reflect. I think I'm fine, blah, blah, blah. Right, you I do nothing wrong. Shout out to your therapy session. I fought with her for helping you out, figuring your shit out, whatever. And you're not there yet, or you're never going to be there. That, that, that's not your fucking man or lady jam. Um, then honestly, whatever comes with that new person that you're in a relationship, because they're going to change. And it's yeah. not a holistic all over, like all of a sudden she doesn't like red meat like i don't know you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen i think you really don't know you You don't know you don't know yeah and so my thing is if you are going to be open-minded enough to meet that person where they are 
um, and it's not intrusive to your lifestyle, y'all could be okay. But that growing person is going to start noticing things about you that doesn't agree with who they are today. And so once again, it won't be the decision for the person who says, yeah, do you keep growing? It won't be their decision to make. It'll be the grower's decision. Because essentially, if you're cool with me growing and not bothering me about any of my shit, then we good in my book. But it's not, that shit's not sustainable. It's not going to last I don't think it's gonna last, and I say that I don't think it is either, unless because it because it depends. Because remember, it's something we saw a long time ago. It was like the trick to being with somebody for a million years. Everyone changes in some type of way. Right. Ten years ago, I don't like now, right? And I'm sure my palate or whatever the fuck will change later on. So the goal isn't necessarily to love somebody the same exact way. It's more so learning to love who they grow in love right? into the, the person that they're going to be. And right. I, the, the most, the most traumatized, well, not, to me, the saddest thing I think I see with that is when like, I know women who got like weird catty beasts, right? Like does it, women that I feel like honestly would get along really well with each other, but they have like really catty beasts and it's like all over like a nigga. And it's like, I get it. Okay, we won't love Danilo. Fine, whatever. But it's just so sad to me. It's so sad because it's like, sis, it don't even make sense. Like it, it, and I think if we just had a little more self-respect, a little more self, you know, reflection in ourselves to realize how much that shit don't make sense, it wouldn't even be that deep. And that's why I'm saying people who do go to therapy and figure little things like this out, certain shit clicks for them. That's that. Com- conversation with just talking with Micah for 10 minutes will probably make you see some shit in a different way than you've ever seen it and this is I feel so I feel so bad for people who don't like having conversations or people who don't like getting to new people I'm not a let's meet new people type of person but I'm here for a conversation all the time I like dialect I like dialogue with other adults to learn new things you're either going to teach me something new or reaffirm why the fuck I don't like this or maybe I gave you something that you never thought of before so I just think of all the all the weird ways that we let our interactions that kind of how we get in our own way when it when it comes to stuff in one of my situations I kind of gave Micah an update on how how it went with this particular person and even with them they seem like they're kind of getting on this they're kind of Micah says he and I are on the same page at, you know at life where we're both becoming what we're gonna be you know we're evolving in another version of ourselves i guess with me and my openness to date now i would never date anybody i'm i'm quick to date an ex 17 fucking times um and 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 felt no ways like felt no ways about it i already know him i know he's not a serial killer let's do it for me to actually be going out of town like i went out of town and met somebody that i know i didn't go out to see him but i actually met up with him like we went out for me to actually do this with somebody is huge and so this is my evolution with that and then with this particular person they seem like they're coming into their own as well we made a couple jokes about it like he's becoming the bad bitch he's meant to be but in the process of him doing that it's just like there's there's so many little things that I feel like he could still work on that though. Like he could still work. And then his solution to something was so immature. That was it was a great te- you know title on it. It was so immature. His option for something. And I was like, Micah kind of pegged him out a couple months ago. Micah was just like, you're not gonna grow with him. There's no growth that you're gonna get with him. And I think there's something to be said about being in a relationship or dealing with somebody that you can't learn anything from. And, and I don't know, cause it, it depends. Like, you know, 
and it's not your job to teach this person everything, but at the same time, it's like, if you're still, so if we're talking just about evolution, just mentally, if you still here and I'm up here, this shit going to be a problem every time you're going to get on my fucking goddamn nerves. Quit. And then you're going to, you're not going to feel heard. So like everybody doesn't benefit. Everybody going to be mad. Everybody going to be mad. Everybody mad. Now, now we fighting and we only fuck when we drink because that's the only time it's supposed to pop for you. Okay. Hey, been there, done that fucking sucks. Okay. So I just think, I don't know, just in, in us having that thing about just being a full person and, and kind of, I think there's something to be said about people not really giving themselves time, giving themselves time to get to know each other. I do think it's possible to grow as a person while you're in a relationship with somebody. I don't think you necessarily have to be single with that. But at the same time, if you, you have to be mindful of how all your internal shit can fuck up somebody else. You know what I'm saying? If you don't, if you're not, if you don't have a good grip on your shit, like I feel that way for all the guys that I say shit to, like, I don't even want to deal with y'all right now. It's, I'm trying to save y'all. I am not the bitch you want to get in an argument with. I'm going to light your ass up. Very quick. It's going to be fast. I'm not going to call you a fuck nigga, nothing crazy. I'm just, you, maybe I need to figure that out. Like I'm too quick at getting people together. Let me work on me before I fuck you up for Sally. And then it's my fault that you've been cheating on bitches for the rest of your life. Like, you know, niggas have really weird logic for why they do this shit. But then everybody comes with their, with their baggage. Their baggage. Nobody's going to be perfect. But my thing is we have deal breakers and we have people who are not compatible with us. Cough, cough. Damn it. It's one of those things that I feel like, you know, I think it's harder to see when the potential of a person is different from a financial potential, a financial financial potential, or um an ambitious potential this has nothing to do with the way that they live their life this is who they are as a person as a person that everybody yeah it's it's totally different so because, because that essentially determines that other shit she just mentioned but it's easier to grow with some it's easy to stay with somebody who's has the potential to grow as a person versus the potential to grow as an ambitious go-getting money financial secure person that's two different things like it's two different things. it really is i don't want to be with somebody on the come up if i'm already there that's a total different and on the come up means i'm thinking about going to school but you ain't enrolled yet i'm thinking about starting a business but you ain't okay. got an email address in the llc yet like these are the things that that's the potential i can't deal with because there's no action behind that but because life is like a journey and you're gonna just keep growing throughout life. It's never gonna fucking stop. Like you, you always have a, uh, you always have time to be a better person. Like just you individually, you have a, yeah. you have time. And so you don't have too often to say you don't have you don't have as much time as you think. Um, you don't. You don't. That's the problem with a lot of people. They. You the know, think you have time. You don't have. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the years are going by, and you know, Look the workforce is changing. Things that you you gonna have to get on that a little quicker than everything else, you know. But when I think about a whole person, I think about somebody who's accepted that they are not where they could be a hundred percent personality wise, character wise, the way they treat people, the way that they want to be treated, the way that they set boundaries, the way that they 
think about healthy relationships. That's the shit I'm talking about as a whole person. They mm-hmm. still ain't fucking together and they're not perfect, but they're willing to even accept that there is something there that could be better. That can be worse. I know yes. that my communication is trash. Yes. And because I know that, instead of going off, now I ask for 20 minutes. Can I have 20 minutes to reflect before I say whatever I need to say? That's somebody you want to be with. That's a grower. Yes. yes. You know yeah that's what you want you know what i'm saying that's the type of potential that i think is acceptable that's that's acceptable but if that person isn't even there they don't have the emotional intelligence that's what it is you don't have emotional intelligence to know how to effectively communicate to get to a solution i'm not arguing with nobody who is not solution oriented that shit dumb i don't fucking get it we yelling we screaming for hours you smack me, I pushed. What the fuck is that? We are too old for that That's shit. Abuse. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. I know a lot yeah. of these things, they, they they escalate and then they start getting beyond us. And then we start losing control of what yeah. it is to be in control. And it's just like, y'all have to know that that shit is not conducive. That's not where it's at. That's not where it's at. You know, I know people love each other how they love each other. And, and okay the tag off on that with what we were talking about what we were talking about was just in two situations that we know about um they kind of these two people two different scenarios all together but they're both doing similar things and it was kind of under the title of self-sabotage it's kind of like you're fucking up so obviously and Mike is the, the best conclusion she came to is like, it, it got to be self-sabotage. Like even just un, 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 subconsciously, you're self-sabotaging this and yeah. don't even get that. And to me, that's a whole other situation. But even these two particular people, they're going to therapy and they're working on it. So they're becoming better people. They're learning how to stop doing this, but they're doing it so blatantly, obviously doing it to themselves. And it's like, right. what the fuck is it? You don't want to be happy. Like, what is this? Even sicker. It's sad. That's some sad shit. And it takes time. So it's like, once again, you're trying to become this whole person. That shit may not, one week is not going to fix you. You ain't broke. You just have things that you need to correct. You have things that you need to really think about. Why do I respond like that? Like, that's the type of question you that's ask. That's what you, yourself. yes. Not, you know yes, yes. Why am I responding like that? Not, they did this and this is what, no. There is a reason why I have the temper that I have. There is a reason why I automatically accuse somebody before believing them. This is a reason why I do not trust offer it. There is a reason for all that. Yes. So when you figure out your why, you know how to like adjust the way that you deal with people and your fucking self. So if you're not willing to do any of that and you think this is just the way I am, just the way I am as person is not going to work with the person who's trying to figure out the why. No, because because that's that's the key. I just yeah. the other day, and it, I I live by this too. It's just like you know when someone says anything to you, when you automatically get defensive, it's worded differently. But my thing is, somebody says something like somebody come to me like, "Oh, you're such a hoe." I would just laugh about it. It wouldn't even bother me because it's I, I know that's not the case, right? You don't have any truth in that. About some shit that you really don't believe in some type of way now if someone comes to me and says you know leah you're you're a little bossy or you talk too aggressive or whatever i probably still wouldn't give a fuck either but it hits a nerve somewhere because i've heard it before and a part of me can understand that i come across that way so you have to ask yourself it's not more so what they say 
The question is, why have, did you respond that way to what they said? What, what is it that's hitting a nerve with you that set you off that way? Or furthermore, why do you not give a fuck at all? Asking yourself why you responded that way to what was said to you is a better way of going about, I would say, problem solving, not right. like the way something happened. Why did you respond to this? Why did you not give a fuck at all that they said so-and-so to you? Oh, because right. oh, I don't, right? But if you're going off or you're losing it or whatever the case, and that's a good, a good question to ask yourself. Why did I respond this way? Why did this affect me this way? Yeah. And I think if you ask yourself more questions like that, then you'll learn more things about yourself. Because that's essentially what therapists do. They just sit there and they ask you shit. Okay, and why do you think you felt that way? Okay, well, do you think it's because of this? Oh, remember what you said two months ago? You said something, 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 something. Right. And then you come to your own conclusions too. Yes. You just it just clicks. It's like, when? Oh, maybe that's why I explained. God damn it, Micah. There you go. Damn it, Micah. Well, you know it, you a whole better fucking person than whatnot. You are. And every time you have those damn it moments, you be like, wow. This the answer's been there this whole time. You you're on your fucking mind, bro. Yeah. But you know, I think the way that I broke up with somebody was very funny one time. And it wasn't funny to them, obviously. We both cried. <laughs> I bet not. I bet we, it wasn't. We both cried. But I cried because I felt bad for him, not because of us. But Period. I literally said, hey, you know, it's okay that, we, that we're not good for each other. It's okay that this doesn't work. Um... I think you taught me a lot. Like I was very self-reflective and I think I even told him, I was like, I think you deserve a girl exactly how you want her to be. I don't, I don't think we have to, we don't have to force this. I think we should stop. I definitely feel like we should not continue. And he was like, what? Mind you, it's probably the most calmest fucking breakup he's ever had in his life. Shit, me too. But it just clicked like I'm trying to adjust who I am to make you feel comfortable and that's not really being true to who I am. It's not conducive with a healthy you know? And I said for you, you're trying to catch up with my lifestyle and I don't think that's fair to you. So I think it's okay that we're in two different places and we can call it quits. I'm gonna miss you. You were great, I guess. But for the for the for the big picture, I don't think we were meant, bro. I don't think we were meant. And so I think it's hard. It's a hard conversation. Um, I did. I guess I don't. I, I wouldn't say I was like madly in love with him, but I had love for him. But it wasn't a situation where I was stuck. I didn't feel stuck with this nigga. I felt like I definitely could break up with you at any moment. Um, and maybe it's because me and Leah talk Erica about, talk about, Jones talk about, not I guess. I left it, I guess. <laughs> she ain't love that nigga. Yeah. She ain't love him. But you only get one up. Me and Leah, and this is side Oh, on. that's good. Oh, yeah, we can transition into that. Wait, finish your thing and then bring that back up. I'm okay, so um, I just, just knowing that about somebody and being in a relationship and being able to walk away is so hard for people. It doesn't have to be dramatic though. It really doesn't. And it doesn't have to be filled with curse words. It can just be what it is. I feel like I'm growing into somebody and it's making me feel that I'm not, I'm not compatible with you anymore. And it's, it's actually causing me to be really sad because I want to be with you. 
but I don't think we can be together with me. Blame it on your fucking self, because that's hey, what it's, it's not. Blame it on me. Say it's my fault. Chrisette Michelle. Beautiful, say, beautiful. Although she's talking about whatever, as long as it's Still. over. That's the point. That's the the point is I don't want to be here no more. So yeah, do what you have to blame anybody you want to blame, bitch. But I'm say what you, you got to say to make yourself feel better. But I definitely feel like people That's need true. to start thinking about breakups in a very healthy and a healthier way. Yes, sadness is going to be a part of it, but I mean the realistic thing behind it is when you look back at your relationship and you look how how y'all communicate. If you don't be like, damn, I've never had this before. I don't think I'm. If you if you are not reflective in a positive way, you need to dead that shit. I don't get it. When when she said, I brought up, I brought up um, multiple conversations I've had with Carlum and Carlum. Carlum hasn't been on the episode in a long time, but y'all remember Carlum? I think I called. I think his nickname on here was Haitian Poppy. He Haitian. Yeah. I think so. But him. So with him, how he handles things is he's when he had over heels head over heels once he's decided this isn't gonna work it's just over like he he'll tell you however he tells you whoever you are however he handles it but he was his logic is he wishes more people handled breakups like that because the fact of the matter is once you've decided that we're not gonna work you gotta really ask yourself what the fuck is the point what's the point this Right. And ladies, if anything, and guys, I'm sure it may be the case too. I've definitely gone through this. There have been many relationships I look back on and I was like, you know, I could have left that nigga like, I could have left him like four years ago. Low key. Like when you sit back and look at how long ago you could have let some shit go. I think the more you learn, I think that's what's, that's the responsible way. That's a good way to grow in a situation. Right. That brother, last time I felt like this in a situation. I ended up staying for longer than I should have and then regretted staying oh. much longer. I could have been left. Yes. What are you learning? Apply yes, that's it. you learning. So I feel like even though that may seem so hard to process because what Micah said is so true, she brought that up on the strength of how I feel about somebody that I was dating. It's like, I like this guy. Micah doesn't understand why. She says it all the time. It's so funny. She's like, I, don't I don't care why the fuck you like it, but whatever. Like this guy, but I, it's just not looking like we work. And it's almost kind of sad because it's like, damn, for all intents and purposes, um, we should be able to do it. But there's a few things for me that's like a hell no for me, you know, <laughs> and not even the hell no's that Micah had, but their hell no's for me and my regard with stuff. But Micah gets it because me and his bitch, damn, the same person. We don't like that. So when you think about it like that, it is sad. Like, dang, I wish we could work out. There's so many things that we do get along with. But these couple things, it could be one thing, this one thing. It's a dub. So it's sad that we can't work, but why sit here and try to fit things into the mold? And I need you guys to understand how crazy it is that I am saying shit like this of all fucking people. I don't know nobody who fuck with their exes more than me. Okay? No. But it's a thing. Like, yeah. It's, <laughs> but it's true. And, and it, to me, it's just, it, it's life is so short. short. It's such a better use of your time to let what needs to go, go and yeah. embrace what needs to be there. And even if you can't maybe try to turn into something else, not every woman, man relationship or once upon a time sexual relationship has to stay that way. Um, maybe I'll be friends. Maybe you guys get along really good as just that, but it's that extra intimacy level. That's just you're hitting a fucking block. 
yeah thing but maybe maybe that's kind of the goal there so right. um okay and then with the love for real thing um do that do that so i was thinking we were saying to each other and we kind of i've said this a lot and then I, i've talked to her she was like well maybe we ain't supposed to do that I, I i but i said it yeah it's bad so, we believe that you only get one true love not that you don't love people but love everybody now one true love and that's the love that causes you to not think to not um associate healthy with unhealthy like i'm talking like about pick yourself first for nothing yeah like putting for you like risking it all like i think you only get one of those and i think because it's so intense and it causes so much trauma and turmoil and drama and pain that you can't do it's like humans right we we have to survive right so if that is our natural instinct to survive your body your mind your subconscious can't even let you go there no more it won't like, even let you go back there it can't even go there anymore we you know? will die we will die if we go back to that yes yes do you want to do you want to die we got to die more years of this shit like we want to give up we're throwing in the towel one true one true one 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 and, and, and this came up with a friend of ours that we had. Um, I'm sure she probably had this conversation with Micah, but I reiterated it. I was just like, you know, so-and-so just said that they don't feel like they'll ever be in love like that again. This one particular person they dated just right. up the whole situation. And I was like, I absolutely agree. My first love was by far the most toxic situation I've ever been in my life. And it's so bad that even now, if I saw this nigga, I feel like I'd literally turn around. Remember that guy in Get Out that was running straight towards you? That's how I <laughs> run away from his ass. If I ever see this nigga, I'm, I'm like, I don't, I can't. I, cause the manip, it's like the manipulation that I was subjected to and being with that man, the way, I, and, and this is a young relationship. Like I dealt with him throughout middle school, all the way to college. He, I dated him right up until I met my daughter's father. And my daughter's father was literally the man to just kind of snatch me away from that. So it was like, that shit was so bad. And like, and in that time, me and Mike kind of dated the same type of guy at the same time. They was cussing us the fuck out. Like in my case, I was 12, 13, 14, getting called a bitch every other day. Do you understand how crazy that is? Like we old now, older. Imagine how crazy that is hearing your 13, 14 year old get cussed the fuck out by another fucking 13, 14 year old. What the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? I wish I would hear a little ass nigga on the phone dragging my baby for this. Like my mama used to hate that little boy. Oh my, and I used to just be crying and sick. Michael used to be in class, stressed the fuck out, getting cussed the fuck out. Um, I'm good. And we loved these niggas so much. And, and and let me say this for the record. I do think all the high school and middle school relationships, I know adults, I say, you don't know what love is. That's love. The fuck I don't. I loved that nigga, okay? I loved him. I think that's the truest, that's the truest that'd the, love. That'd be the worst one. It's the truest one. I love the nigga love. like I did in high school. <laughs> it's a fuck no. Woo, no. no. So you think not- about... Mm-mm. it's so unhealthy but it's so yeah. unhealthy the shit that you subject yourself to in the name of love or whatever you call it that i don't think it's even i don't think it's smart to ever love somebody that much again like i don't i don't think 
I think there is something to be said about having that one true love. And it's great if this ends up being the person that you marry, you stay with them for the rest of your fucking days. But it's like, if it's not, I, 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 I bet that shit had hell in it. Hmm? I bet that shit had hell in it. The people who stay with each other from high school. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, Mike is never really a fan of those relationships. I don't believe. I don't believe that. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't. I I believe it was fucked up for a long time. We all just stayed together, and y'all didn't tell each other, y'all didn't tell other people y'all went on breaks. Maybe somebody was on break and the other one wasn't. Meaning somebody. Was, <laughs> you know how that goes. Somebody was cheating. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe in those. I don't think. I don't think that's the way you're supposed to do life. But to each his own. I'm not saying that obviously they work or obviously the ending result is marriage and kids and they're happy now. But you mean to tell me your truest love wasn't fucked up? I'm sorry. I don't believe that, sis. Somewhere in between the fucking years, bro. Some shit was fucking nuts. Like, I just. That shit was bonkers. That shit was nuts. I know it was. I don't know. It gotta be. You can't tell me otherwise. And I co-sign that too because all the relationships I know, I know so many relationships like older people that have been together for so long. I have one couple in particular that I love them dearly. But the wife made it very clear to me. She said, if I was the woman I am today, back then, the last two kids we got wouldn't even be here. I'd have left his ass. And I was like, damn. That'd be it. So you're happy that this didn't happen because you have two friends that you would not have had if she was a smarter woman back then. But it's, it's and, and I think about that stuff when it comes to giving my daughter advice one day. I've, I tweeted this like a couple years ago, but it's like, man, I never want my daughter to feel that pain that I felt in the breakups. Like the shit I went through with her dad, um, literally still one of the better men I've ever dated. I, I definitely say that. Shit, he, Jenny might be the best I ever dated compared to the niggas I have on my roster. Damn sure he did. Right. But even still, um, it's like as much as you don't want, I wouldn't want my daughter to, to be, to feel that the way I felt it. That shit is what makes you who, who you are today. Had I not dated that nigga that was cussing me the fuck out all the time at 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, like I think we really, really ended it like when I was 18, but we just dated on and off for years. Had I not got my ass drugged like that, I would be like a lot of women my age that are currently in the stupidest fucking relationships I've ever seen. Ever seen. Me and Michael always laugh. Like, we so happy we had them niggas at a young age. Honestly. Because if we didn't go through that at a young age, we'd be going through it now. Fuck. And bitch. And so that's the thing. We're going through it. That's the thing where it comes within lessons. So remember you said, remember that feeling you got with your with that person you was with and you stayed a little bit longer but you still end up breaking up with them that feeling that you get when you get that shit again i feel like they fucking ignore it i feel like they ignore the feeling that they once had and that's why they continue to have the same type of relationships with people because if you're not going to apply what the fuck the lesson was what's the fucking point of learning it what's the point like what's honestly what's the point like i feel like you at least have to get a little better. I'm not asking you to do this whole 180 switch into this fucking Michelle Obama. If you've been Trina, I'm not asking for that. That's but what hilarious. I'm saying is hilarious. Michael. Whatever you've learned in a relationship that was not good for you, that was unhealthy. Try to at least hold on to something. Hold on to one of those lessons. Apply it to the new nigga. So you can have 
oh well this is i'm definitely not dealing with that shit or i'm de- or if i feel this i'm like literally if yeah. i ever feel this again i'm going to leave like that's the type of that shit sentence me and michael yeah. by that sentence with them two fucked up but they don't a piece the moment a nigga makes me feel even similar to this you are out of here you gotta go. You gotta go. And I'm gone, like daddy. I said, I'm not asking you to completely just be the best at it. Right when you meet a nigga that you really, really like, and you've been together for six months, and then you're starting to feel that little feeling. It's starting to tingle. It's starting to tingle. It's starting to get a little it's so stupid. I hate. I hate. It's starting to get a little like. Fuck that tingle, bro. It's seeming familiar. Like maybe you should slow down. I'm not saying. I'm not saying stop it all together because I already know laws of attraction and connection and all that shit that we just can't help. But honestly, I have to say that I haven't let niggas do the same exact thing to me. I, they haven't done the same thing. Not the same. <laughs> it's been bullshit. There's a different variation. Of it. But it was not the same bullshit because the one, one time all I need is a nigga to ask me why I didn't answer the phone. And I'm already, oh, I'm, I don't want to talk to you no more. We don't have to talk. I don't do that. I don't, this question and shit sends me back. It's a no for me. Well, damn, you know, so I just really wanted to hear from you. Yeah. What did I say? What did I say? What did I say? Did I say? Much. No, I'm, I, I dead ass be like, no. Get the fuck no. on. I'm, I'm head out. I'm head out. I'm head out, nigga. It really could be innocent because I know people have to learn how and to. I, and I said that to my guy. Check out that you got to stop that. You got to dig deep. You got to dig deep. Well, that, listen, <laughs> certain things you definitely do have to dig deep. Like I said, I don't think you should cut people off. First offense. No, everybody deserves to learn how to communicate with you. Cut them off the first time. When no. it comes to when it comes to blatant disrespect. When it becomes when it's when it comes to misogyny, like I was having this conversation with this fine ass nigga I was talking to. He was beautiful as fuck. And he was tall and he wanted to fucking sweep me off my feet. And I was like, You're great. Let's go on a date. So he came down, went on a date, we went bowling. And we're just first of all, he was competitive. And I was like, All right, cool. I'm 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 good at competition, bitch. I'm gonna win. You know, I don't mind, but I don't play this whole damsel help me how to do this. That ain't me. Um, but we got in the car, we just started talking and I feel like I hung up, I called Leah, I said, what the fuck? Like, literally, like, I couldn't even believe I called me Leah and Mila, because those are the two that knew about him the most. Well, I talked about him to both of them. He was like an on and off guy, but I finally got to talk to this nigga Mm. and he was saying the most misogynist shit. I mean, like, whoa, like it was my, I couldn't, I couldn't even believe it went it just it just but he has mom issues he hates his fucking mom hates her hates her he blames her for a lot of things in his life and you know i know what they say about men who hate their mothers they say you know uh pay attention about the way the man treats his mom like that like that shit Shit, they treat their parents, bitch. They got they got trauma. But my thing was that was a hell no for me because I can all that shit leads to me getting my ass whooped. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> this thing is gonna be. No, no, we're gonna be whoa. shooting, bitch. I wish a nigga would hit you, bitch. Bruh, I felt like he would. Having my own opinion, like Girl, literally when him. I was rebuttaling and having, you he looked like how I was like, what's wrong with this bitch? I, I'm gonna 
go. We're not. That reminds me of not compatible. Cuban Poppy was like that. Like he wrote he this nigga was Latin too. Bitch, what the fuck? But he was he was spicy, huh? He was yeah, they passionate, ho. Um, I guess bitch keep taking that passion on Cuban Poppy too low. What the fuck? He was Latin and black. I think he was I yeah. He might have been Cuban and black. Cuban Poppy sent me a resident. He was resigning from somewhere and he sent me the letter and told me to proofread it, which people ask me to proofread shit all the time. My boss asked me to proofread shit, which is funny. I was like, okay. So I proofread it for him and I made the correction because it was wrong. This nigga really wrote me talking about, um, he replied talking about, um, oh, I don't like, I don't like, I don't like being corrected. I said, oh, well, no problem. Send it, uh, send it the way you want to send it. What the fuck did you send it to me for if you didn't want me to correct it? So I said, no problem. And I told him about that the other day, not the other day, but like when I had to have like an epiphany moment with him, like, sir, we don't like the same shit at all, right? Like he's like a name brand crazy guy. I'm me, not so much. Um, And just that turned me off enough. I don't like somebody who feels like they can't even be corrected. Like you asked me to correct it when I did. Oh, I don't like being corrected. That's the point of sending it I to said, me. Okay, whatever. I just deleted it. I was like, fuck it then. Whatever. Fine. Fine. Okay. You don't have to like it. I don't give a fuck. But it's just, it's something to be said about stuff like that. If you really date, even it, technically that's what happened to um my situation with uh that person. Them not wanting to, them not wanting to do, to do it. It was somebody that told me they want to be with me and then they changed their mind but they were going based off past experiences it, it isn't always a guarantee but i respect their decision to just decide you know what these are all red flags of situations that i've been in before and i just feel like this i know where this is going to go and i don't want to go down that road with you and and technically me and this person cool today so maybe it's for the best who knows if we did it it could have been a nightmare situation so i think for you to really go through life experiences and keep letting the same shit happen to you over and over and over again, you have to take some responsibility for what the fuck you're tolerating. You have to. I said this to one of our close friends yesterday. She was writing me this and that, like this really, really bro. Da, da, da. I said, bitch, this is your fault. This is your fault. He's done this shit ever since you've known him. And yep. the same logic I gave her for the, the, the nigga I dated that I won't ever date again. It was just like, he's never going to respect me. He's never had to. He's done so many things to me and I've always taken him back. Respect is not something that he and I have in this relationship. And I think <laughs> responsibility for him feeling like he can fuck, play with me any fucking way he wants to, right? He's not entitled, bitch. Yes. Oh, oh, so entitled. It's me. I'm, like, I'm sick, huh? I'm sick. I, 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 my bad. I'll put you gotta, you gotta learn something from your experiences. And like Micah said, and it's a thin line. You don't just, a nigga don't just ask you, oh, why you ain't pick up the phone or what you've been doing? And then you automatically just, fuck this nigga, da, da, da. no. But maybe feel it out, see where he's going. And, and a, but, a, but also address that shit. Like we, you taking, okay. When I take tally marks on a nigga, they say that my feedback animal is an eagle. When you take tally marks instances of what people do before jumping down their throat you don't say the first thing that comes to your mind when something happens i need it to happen the same way it happened again for me to know that it's a thing because it could have been fucking me but no i need the same instance to happen more than one time for me to say anything that's just the way i am so i'm gonna say something though you miss i missed your call the first thing you did when I got on the phone was, why didn't I answer the phone? 
So I'm like, oh at first is excuse me, and then yeah, I'm sorry, and then they and then they change their tone. Now it's a joke. You know what I'm saying? Because they will. So now, so now, so now the tone is like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I was like, they don't really want to talk to you. All right, nigga, you just all right. Your communication is just unfucking healthy. So what I said was. Whether I answer the phone or not, the first thing that you don't do is ask me why I didn't do it. I said, you missed calls. I missed calls. I could have been taking a shit. I could have been in a car accident. I could have been doing everything in the world. That's not the point. You called me for a reason. What's up? Damn, my God, I just feel like, what's up? What the fuck is up? Like, that's crazy to me. We're going to spend 20 minutes talking about why I didn't answer the phone. And if I say I was riding the nigga's dick, now what? Is that what you uh, It's just, you know, I'm, I'm it's like, just, if a nigga asked me that and I got to pick, I, I would. I, it's just, it's just toxic. And so the idea of needing to be answered when you you call as a control thing. It's needing to know what you were doing. That's a control thing. And so a lot of guys don't know that very subtle things like that are very controlling and they come off. Yeah. And they, and they come off very, um, offensive. You're almost interrogating somebody. It's it's not positive. It's not, Oh my God, I was worried about you. It was, you probably was up to no good. Bitch, I had enough of that because I actually was taking the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have been too much. I been My phone was fucking charging, bro. I was asleep. God damn forbid I get uh, sleep. And, and, those, and what I say about Micah is Micah, Micah, and I, and I give Micah all the props in the world for this. Micah, when Micah says she does not like that shit, she thoroughly does not like it. I hate it. that shit, bro. Exactly how she addresses it. If a nigga ever <laughs> could have came to her about that shit was she did this she did it similar but she didn't snap but it was like an early in the beginning of her and Willie relationship poor Willie <laughs> poor Willie Willie just asked like oh dang you know babe what you was doing she was like <laughs> she was ready to leave him she was ready to leave him I said whoa whoa Micah he just wants to know if you're safe he loves you you crazy bitch but she fixed it. She addressed it. And he, ain't never, and he ain't never do it again. He ain't never do it again. And this is where I say it, you do need to dig deep. You know, see if... Is it me? Am I tripping? You know, it was a reflex. It was a reflex on Michael. She don't like that shit. I don't like that shit. But that, that old nigga that I was talking to that time with the pretty eyes, it, I went out that weekend with Paige. It was Paige's birthday weekend. So, bitch! bitch so I went... I, I called my baby's dad. I was like, hey, child's father, can you keep me in tonight? Paige want to go to the strip club. It's her birthday. He was like, I'm going to go. So he came and got her. He came and got the baby so I can go turn up at the strip club. So I'm talking to this nigga and I was like, yeah, my daughter's dad's going to come get her. Um, you know, it's my friend's birthday. Tonight it was actually Paige's birthday. This nigga talking about you going out again? What? <laughs> what? like you going out again i said excuse me and he was i'm um, saying you know you got your business you say you're on your grind you should probably be focusing on your business i said excuse me y'all he restricted right now he right on every picture i got i i ain't talking to him since and so mind you i kind of like 
It was one of those things where I it says okay, this ain't clear to know who he's talking to. So fine. He doesn't fucking know. But the audacity, and then the funny part is I'm in the car. So Micah came and got me. It was three of us in the car. So I'm telling it the way Micah swung her fucking neck back <laughs> in that back seat. It was like, that is like what? <laughs> I was like, this nigga don't even know you and he coming at he you like Oh Lord, I ain't talked to him since. It's shouldn't you be focusing on your you say you are you say you on your grind, you say you business woman, you should worry about your business. I said, I'm sorry, this this is my business struggling. And so it was just like the and there's so much misogyny in Ooh, so much misogyny. So much misogyny. For, and for any man that doesn't see what's wrong with that statement, you may be a little misogynistic. You need to accept this. This is a man that I literally have never seen in person. We went to the same high school together. When he was a senior, I was a freshman. I thought he was fine as fuck. I still think he's fine. It was funny because he looked like my first love ex too. Something about him is similar and they in the same category. I'm not fucking with it. Light-skinned niggas with pretty eyes and yeah. oh, oh, I don't like it anymore. So it was just like, we I never even met this dude in person. We were just talking back and forth, texting and on the phone. So for you to say to me, oh, you going out again, who the fuck and what the fuck and how, what? what? And, and and furthermore, you know what? That should have been an indication that you ain't the girl for him. Let's fucking talk about it. Because we talking about us people signs, nigga. Niggas. I feel like niggas people are signs. They're so good at not settling. Oh, wow. We can really learn something from men. These niggas will not wife a goddamn thing if they don't see. I, they will leave That's you true. Because remember, we talking about our friend. I got the old baby mama. But he ain't with her, though. She's just his baby mama. So. Listen. Niggas good for niggas, that. Niggas will not lock it down if they don't want to. They will they will tell you the truth or they'll manipulate you to keep getting what they want, depending on what type of woman you are, depending on how they have to woo you or how they've met you, whatever the case is. They will not make a bitch their girlfriend if they don't want to. They will not do certain things they don't want to, right? And so, and they're not going to make an excuse for the shit. uh, No, she's not wifey material. I'll keep fucking her though. She's a good time. I like her over my other girl because... She's actually really funny, so I can bring her to game nights and shit. Yeah. Oh, but this one, she's super pretty. I just bring her around my homeboys when we got to, like, uh, niggas uh, have a, niggas like, have a very worked out logic. Like the the same the, the the guy I was talking to that I told you that for you guys that said you know he just didn't want to do this all the red flags or whatever. He gave me a very decent synopsis of what it was. The part of it was he was like. On the strength of us fucking alone, I I would just keep fucking you. He was like, I've done this many times, but we had a relationship before that. So and 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 I'm I'm taking him at his word because it it seems very unnigger like of him. Listen, this is not. I don't want to just sign up for this because we like fucking each other because I don't think this is gonna go anywhere. Right. As straightforward as that is, yes, it was sad or whatever, but it's pretty fucking straightforward. It's just yeah. like, and realistically, we don't want to be with nigga that don't really want to be with us. Niggas love me. Like yeah, it, you should you should that's a good line. You should appreciate that. A nigga to tell you in whatever way this isn't gonna work out. I want to be with you, even if he don't say that. I don't think it's gonna work. Out. Yeah. 
Eddie. Walk, I appreciate walk it. away. And yes, don't walk away. That's the best thing a nigga could ever do for you. Right. Don't try to figure out the why. Don't and ask. No. Everybody you like ain't the person for you. Yeah, because how often do niggas even come out and straight up say that anyway? They will. They don't. They really don't. I probably met one nigga my whole life that told me the truth about everything. And I'm just like, damn, nigga, can you sugarcoat anything? Like, sometimes right. the truth. Right. <laughs> Right, them and them ones we stay friends with. Them motherfuckers tell me the truth about everything, okay? Everything. Um, including, including the fuck them shit that he did. Shit so, she ain't even gonna know, but he told her everything. But as I, I, I'm sorry, I've said this on episodes before, and this goes back to what Micah said. Women were too quick to settle, and men always think there's something better out there. We need to share these feelings. Share. Okay, share them. Women, we definitely deserve better. Please stop feeling like, and I, I feel like I would have been a sucker for that, but y'all don't fucked up now. Now I've like stepped into like bad bitch realm. Now it's now it's over for now it's over for you niggas. Yeah, but it's just. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> but women are so quick to settle we're so quick to take a man because you know he's good at this or he does it whereas a man he won't like a bitch off something stupid like listen it was it was it was it, i think it was either my baby daddy or his brother and they were younger at the time but his i think it was his brother it was kwan kwan wouldn't talk to this girl because her hair couldn't get in a ponytail <laughs> he said he didn't like that i hate kwan for that but you know the manipulative the manipulative part that men get away with that pisses me off is the leading on the woman knowing that that's not what you want right oh lord thinking that you have to lead her on this way in order to get what you want and that leads to what what we probably won't we're gonna talk about next you're gassing me up because you want the result to be this way or you think the result is going to be this way. So if you continue to gas me up, then you'll continue to get what you want. But if you're just honest with me, you'll probably get what you want anyway. And if not, there's so many other women in the world that will give you what you want. Yeah. So for me, it's a selfish thing and um, it's a manipulative thing. Mm-hmm. This guy literally from day one knew I was not Haitian. You knew I wasn't Haitian. That was the main reason. And I found this out. I found this shit out three years after our first talking encounter. That's when he brought up the not being Haitian thing? Three years later. Mind you, I only specifically talked to him like sex and dating and all that for six months. After that, he said he wanted a relationship. Okay, cool. It was a whole year before I even talked to him. I did not talk to him. I didn't go nowhere with him, whatever. I told him, don't text me. Don't call me. I don't want to hang out. I don't want to see your mama. I don't want to see your homeboys. Really? We can't really know, bro. Really. Because I need to wean myself off of you. A whole year went by. A whole year went by. January, obviously, these niggas pop around. Because, you know, it's New Year's and shit. New Year, new thing. He wanted to take me into the new fucking year, bitch. So he popped back in my life. Mind you, I'm still not Haitian, right? But you already know this, right? And so my thing is that's hilarious. The fact that that even happened six months, you figured out who I was, you liked who I was, you liked what it was like, but you're thinking about your future, you're thinking about your children, you're thinking about your culture. And I did not match that woman. And that's okay. That doesn't mean I'm a trash woman. 
that just means I'm not what you want. And I can accept that I'm not the woman for you. I, I can but accept that. Like a, when you date your kind, he wants um, the equally yoked. No. Oh, homogeny? That, that. Yeah, homogenous relationships. He they wants do a relationship. Jewish people do it all the time. Mm -hmm. Latin people do it, Asian people do it all the time. This whole interracial thing, be having people like, what the fuck? Like, everybody is actually like a what the fuck. Like, it's not just for white and black people. Like, everybody literally be like, when you are you are a Latin man, you bring a black woman home, everybody like, Negro? <laughs> for real. Like, no, Venezuela, no, no, she's black. That's it. Black you bring black. you an Asian man bring a Latin woman home. The Asians like, what the fuck? Where's she from? Philip? Is she from the Philippines? At least the Philippines. Like, they ask if I'm Dominican. They ask me that all the time. So yeah, they want they want to culturally be bonded because it's just yeah. easier and it just it's easier to blend the families and all the other stuff. But but if you know Haitian when he came like, around, don't be a fucked up ass person. Like I'm not gonna date a white man. And not let him know that I want black babies. I think that's why another reason why me and this Latin guy didn't work, because ultimately I never cared to ask what we're doing. Because guess what? I want a, I want a black man. I do. I want black children. That's just what I want. And it's no shade like to anybody who can interracially date. And Shout I don't care. I don't care. Your speak. You don't even have to say that precursor. Yeah. You don't have to just shout out to you, but as men, as people, he didn't settle, he didn't make me his girlfriend. Why? Because I was ultimately not Haitian. But in order to at least talk to me and to be in my presence, he wasn't even fucking me no more, y'all. Like you just want to talk to me, you just want to fucking hang out and work out. Like it was I'm telling, like it wasn't even, it wasn't even an exchange. I'm like, bro, why the fuck are you keeping me around? Like that's kind of what it eventually started feeling like. What the fuck? Is the purpose all okay question okay question because you know i can we had we both had haitian right and, and you know me and my haitian situation we were friends or whatever we had that to fall back on y'all weren't did y'all have some of that not even because did y'all have some of that before so all of it trying to go back to we were not no like okay so <laughs> we didn't even we weren't even fucking like that leah like yeah, that wasn't yeah. our relationship yeah. like we weren't six times in our whole life like maybe it was not a lot i would go as i would stay at his house and we wouldn't even have sex bro i wasn't even fucking this nigga like like that and i think for him that's what made it better that's what made y'all that's what made it like oh shit i like it even more right crazy so for us it was always a connection it was always the friendship it was always the way that we saw eye to eye, talked about business, whatever the fuck. So yeah, that was amazing that I didn't have to fuck this nigga or feel like he only doing this to fuck me. But like the, like I said, then why are you holding on? Why are you holding on? What, what are you what are you hoping? And then you finally want to say, well, I didn't know if you would convert and I wouldn't want somebody to convert. You don't know what the fuck women would do. Exactly, you know because we're fucking idiots and we're very quick to, to adjust ourselves. Hey. I'm gonna assimilate. I'm, I'm gonna assimilate for my man. Yeah, my man does not. All right. I'm, I'm not necessarily married to Christianity. Let's no, check out Hinduism. Let's let's check out the fucking Jews. Like I'm not. Like if I, if if we had that conversation, if we let's cared enough, 
the Jews, if you can, we're, we're the originals anyways, but if you cared enough to want this to move any further, you would have had those conversations with me instead of talking about everything else. Yeah, instead of making up excuses, like you don't need to justify why you want to be here. Just say you don't want to be here, my nigga. I say no. Like, well, I don't late. know if I'm going to stop eating pork. And I don't know why. And I don't know if I'll never be Haitian. And that's just what it comes I said to. That, I said that to my Haitian. I was like, because, um, and honestly, he dated Jamaicans all the time. So it worked out. And shout out to Nay. Nay always tell me, yeah, Haitian men love Jamaican women. I said, bitch, we'll see. Because <laughs> I'm Jamaican as fuck. So we'll see what he likes. I remember he asked me, he was just like, He's like, so you know how to cook, right? I said, yes, but I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know how to cook Jamaican shit. I'm sorry. So if you want any of this Haitian shit, I'll go learn. Like, I, again, because we'll assimilate. I'll figure it out. I would love to what it is my man likes, but it was like, you getting straight Jamaican. Ma- it's Bob Marley on my shirt right now. You getting straight Jamaican over here, little daddy. But he was fine with it. So I think, I think, that's, I think that's crazy. Well, you know, Mikey, here's a question for you. Why do you think he wanted you around then? Like I said, I feel like, you know, you and I talk about how guys always- I wrote it down because that's what I want to go into. You know, you're just being so, you're so different. Oh, I can talk to you about anything. Oh my gosh. It's it's just, you're just such a breath of fresh. He always, breath of fresh air. You don't understand the women that I encounter on a regular basis. They can't, they're not- Hold the conversation. That'd be it for me. I mean- it's just going on and on and how I break things down, how I just, whatever the fuck. It's all about my communication and how I talk to this nigga. So for me, I don't know if this nigga Ooh. finally felt vulnerable enough to talk to somebody the way he talked to me, but that could have been his attraction. What's up? Do you think you were low-key a pocket girl? Oh, no, I, I know I was. He lied. Because, because there's that Haitian part, right? You're never going to be Haitian. So if that's really what you... Yeah. But I'm a just-in-case-ass bitch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Fuck him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I threw my little in the drawer. Fuck him. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, you were definitely... Yeah. You were definitely... Because you're... And, and to me, that's so crazy. I'm, I have to trail up on the pocket girl thing because it's... um. With the pocket girl thing, it's like, I was just talking to Bree about this with my Jamaican one that had me in that same regard. He always comes here when the bitch that he really wants just traumatizes him or whatever. And where he fucked up was letting me realize that. Because every time I picked him up from the slums of despair that these bitches leave him at, I'm thinking it's just like, oh, me and him have such a connection. He comes back to me because he loves me. Yeah, he, like we just, maybe we are meant to be, no bitch, he comes back here. I just said this to Bree. He comes back here because I was stupid enough to pick his raggedy ass back up. That is why he always came back here. I never take it as a compliment that, oh, he just, what is it about me that he keeps coming to? I'm dumb. That's what the fuck it is. I'm dumb as fuck. That's why he keeps coming back here. And I, I, I said to Bree, I was like, to me, I never take it as some uber compliment. It's not. He's always around. He always comes back. I think you play yourself when you think about it like that. Think about it like he keeps coming back to you because you the bitch he can keep coming back too. And that's why he does this. I'm, I, I think people change. I'm definitely team people change, people can grow, whatever. But give a nigga a chance to show you that he's actually done that. And even in Micah's situation, when she did, and I hate this nigga, but when she did date him again for a second, or she the second time she did or whatever, made him try to show and prove. Like, you know, you gotta prove, you gotta do something. You gotta do something. We don't just fall back into this comfortable little cocoon of fucking ignorance is bliss ass space for me. 
while you get whatever everything you want and I'm the one all uncertain ready to be traumatized again with your big black ass clear it. You will not do that to me. No. Yes. So like I said, mm-hmm. everybody, when we were talking about change and moving forward and learning lessons, like I said, the same shit don't happen to me twice. Okay. So if there's one thing that you can do to make yourself feel better about the decision that you made, yes, you may talk to your ex again. Okay. Make him work for something. Like if you're going to do it, then God damn, something has to shake. Something's got to give. You need to have one of those moments where it's like, okay, I'm making a conscious effort to do this shit. I like him a lot. I don't give a fuck what people think. I don't care what people think, but this time, the moment he X, Y, and Z's, or I'm not gonna allow him to sleep with me, or whatever your fucking is gonna be to get your power. That's what my yeah, whatever you need, and stick with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know it's hard, but I think you will feel a thousand times better about yourself. A, a million times better, especially if it fucks if it fucks up. Especially if it fucks up, you'll feel a thousand times a thousand times better about it when it. And I hate to say when, but I feel like it's when. When it fucks up again. Yeah, yeah. So you put a nigga through the ringer to prove himself in in whatever regard it is. And that's, again, I've had to say this to one of our homegirls a lot. I was just like, the moment this nigga pop around, you just get all excited. I'm telling you, I completely understand because I have done this a million times with this one same ex. But right. I talk about him now. I'm just like, it's it would take Jesus himself. He got to part the clouds. A big foot got to come in front of me. He got to like shrink to my side and say, my child, he's your husband. And I know you're not supposed to question God, but I'm going to ask him why. I said, why? This is really who you want me to be with after everything this nigga done did to me? It's going to take, it would take a miracle for that to happen again. Yeah. And I told her it takes time. And as cliche as it sounds, it's this whole, you have to learn your worth and your self-respect. But even if you don't want to do all that cliche shit, just be logical about it. Has this nigga ever treated me right why the fuck do i think it's gonna happen today what he did today that was so much different than what he did 10 fucking years ago when i dated him right time nothing and the thing that could be different is the way that you respect yourself in the new in the same situation when you respect yourself in the same situation he can't respond the same way because you're not the same no chance cuz you're not the fucking same and so they'll either crumble which they do they fold like a like a fuck alone or they, get, or they get right. Or they get right. And for and all the niggas who have gotten right because you demanded respect, shout out to them. Yeah, because 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 I, I said this to uh, Bree the other day. That's the real thing. I feel like everybody can change. So I think men, men and women, people make adjustments when they feel like they have to, right? Um, and to me, that's even more sinister too because even with a conversation I was having... Um, we're trailing off a little bit, but a conversation I was having today with somebody, um, I said to him, I said, you really need therapy. And he was just like, yeah, you know, I actually was looking it up. And he said, he kind of got stuck where I got stuck for a second because the only thing we know is that we want a black therapist. And then we were kind of like, you know, damn, do I want a woman or do I want a man? So with him, I was saying, I felt like I was going to lean toward more towards a man because this is why my relationship with him is the way it was. I like, I have not that Micah is a therapist, but I feel like I have a woman's view enough that I respect enough to work for me. So I would like to hear a man's view on what you think. Like if, if my issue, if I'm going because my relationships with men aren't working, then let me hear from a man professional. See, maybe I get some insight on how they think. Right. Maybe you can ask. That was kind of my logic. So for him, 
he was saying the same thing. And I said, well, you should probably get a woman therapist. So he was just like, well, with me, he said with him, she's going to judge him off rip. He was like, people are human at the end of the day. So even if she may not want to, she's still going to have an opinion on me about what I do. So I said, well, her point isn't necessarily to give you, because he said he wanted relationship advice. Her job isn't to give you relationship advice. Her job is to help you understand why the fuck your relationship is. Why you are, right. Yes. Why you're making decisions you're making in your relationship. I said, I can speak on behalf of knowing a lot of your relationships. The reason why most of your shits don't work is because of you. You're the reason why they don't work. You self-sabotage or you just get bored or you just get over it or whatever. And me and this person dated for a second and the way they came at me and I told him, I would have never saw you this way had we not deal. Like for you to come at me the way you came at me, full throttle, ready to get married. I'm meeting people, all type of shit. The way you came at me and for that shit to switch so fast, I would have never put you in a category of a nigga that need help until then. And for me to have met everything on your list, let you tell it, and you still couldn't find a way to make it work. It's not about getting relationship advice. It's about figuring out why nobody's good enough for you or what underlining things you have that you haven't worked out that you keep. Why you want you don't want commitment or you don't want to be. And I told him, I said, low key, you can give me a hundred dollars right now. And I can tell you what it is. You don't want to be with one woman and nothing's wrong with that, but you keep feeling like you do. So then you need to figure out why. You need to figure out why. And that's what the fucking therapist can help you figure out by asking you simple questions. So he asked yeah. me, he was like, you know, but he wants to, he's like, but I want to be married. I said, I mean, I hear you, but you've met a lot of women that could easily have been your wife. And then he goes on the settling thing. Cause that's, so that's something I have on here to talk about. So my debate with him is that he just strongly believes that so many people he knows have settled into being in marriages or whatever, which I can agree. I feel like that could be the case with a lot of people. But I said, I think this is you projecting because you're automatically assuming that these people, while they may have settled in, in whatever capacity, you're automatically assuming they're not happy. People can settle and be very fucking happy with the decisions that they make. Everybody's settling. Everybody does that. Well, that's what I think. That's my personal view about relationships. But if you think about it, Micah, it's logical. When the fuck have you met a bitch? That, like, according to this nigga, he had a list of 60-something fucking things or 30-something things. I forgot. It was a long-ass list. I met everything on that list. Me and this nigga are not together. We, we're not. So my thing is, I'm your dream girl by all, as far as you can say. And it still didn't work out. So, But, but emotionally, emotionally, you're too much. Fine. So you're everything he wants, but emotionally, he doesn't want to be that connected. He that's don't want to have to deal with it. And that's a, and that, that's a, that's an immature response to not caring about someone's feelings that's what i think you know what i'm saying so i understand emotion intelligence is something that is that ain't common either that's not common but for me with men they already struggle with that already yeah so when you add a woman to the equation that is going to be a part of your life in that way and you're not even emotionally equipped to handle because you don't handle shit you dismiss shit you this person they don't handle shit they just you dismiss it and i'm gonna just go and i'll come back like right dismissive is not dealing dismissive is like no i'm straight like me writing me off writing that nigga off who questioned me the first time that's dismissive behavior right nah i'm straight i don't even i don't i don't i don't i don't even care to why you have to question a bitch when I don't answer the phone. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I want to say. For Because you were everything on his list, but he was not emotionally intelligent enough 
to handle what it's like to be honestly in a relationship that you fucking care about a bitch feelings like that's is that too much i don't think that's and 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 even still in talking to this person because obviously we're still very close or whatever and talking to this person they spoke to one of their exes and he told me how their ex was just like your problem is you want shit to be perfect off rip she was like you expect there to never be anything wrong and that's not how things work realistic that's yes it's not realistic and so that was my thing to him at some point you would still have to be settling i'm I'm agreeing with you micah everyone's settling to some to some extent you get what i'm saying and what i said to him on the phone was you just pick and choose what you can and cannot deal with some people like once upon a time i just thought about this once upon a time, I can never be with a man that doesn't want to have kids, like doesn't want like more kids, right? Any guy dating me has to accept that I have a child already. But Leah at 31, I might be okay with a nigga that don't want no more kids. I may not feel like pushing any more out of my vagina personally. So fuck it. Let's just go. We got Mia. You can, I don't know how much she's gonna fuck because you know my baby is very particular. She won't, and he don't want kids anyway, so he'll be all right. Right, it'll be perfect. Look at that. But this is the point of things changing. Once upon a time, that would be something I can't deal with. Now, I got to be with a dude that wants to travel. If you don't have a passport, I don't know what we're going to do together. But like, I like going to Atlanta with my homegirls. You, you saw that post? It was like, dating me requires a passport. You ain't finna Miami and Atlanta meet to death. That's a hell. Right. But no, 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 no. I don't want to go. I want to go on a plane. I want you to stamp my shit. I want to be able to use my global entry because I have it. I'll be just like, I'll meet you at the gate. I'm at the gate. Right. The fuck? For me. So the summary of all that with, with that particular person was just like, you know, with settling, I think people put very unrealistic, unrealistic expectations when it comes to settling. You're always going to settle with something. I think the better thing is to find your non-negotiables. Whatever it is that you cannot do. If you are somebody that wants kids, you obviously can't be with somebody who doesn't want kids. That's right. easy breaker right there if your religion is really important to you you're a christian and you only want to be with a christian if somebody is a muslim or something like that then that's that's a dub for you these are things that you can't deal with you know what i mean but there's there's things like i can i wouldn't call it settling per se but i'm not a vegetarian i love jerk chicken and um curry goat is my favorite thing to eat in the world i got some right now when we get off of here being with a man that's a vegetarian he only eats salads and shit i could do that it's not necessarily settling it's just an adjustment I got to make the adjustment and I eat salads quite a bit. So we'd actually, it's probably not a good one. I actually love salads. That's not going to work. But, uh, and that's not all I eat. They eat chickpeas and all that shit. That, uh, that, yeah, that's not all it's very well. So it's not the worst, but you'll probably have to learn how to make all that shit. Exactly. And so there's an adjustment there. You know what I mean? Right. I was dating a guy. I've dated two guys that don't eat pussy. Very confusing time. We've talked. Like talking is what I, I don't like saying we talked. We dated because we went on dates, but this wasn't my boyfriend or anything. And, um, you know, that's a, even more now, thinking about it now, like, remember I was kind of okay with it then? It's like, it was not really, but kind of, but it wasn't a deal breaker. And like, now it's feeling like more of a deal breaker because I feel like, why should I deprive my vagina of never being in somebody's mouth? You ain't gonna never come up with your mouth. Are you serious? Like, so to me, this may be a deal breaker. This may be somebody that I can't deal with, but I was willing to settle. And I call that settling. I was willing to settle to be with a guy that's never going to eat my pussy. You just better figure something else out. You better, I don't know what you're going to do. With, you know, do that. So I think expecting, again, with women, I think we're entirely too quick to settle. And we need to find, we need to find a little more self-worth in that. Um, and unfortunately, as I posted yesterday, I know my self-worth. So now I have two friends and no man. And 
And that's fine. I don't give a fuck because me, me dealing with it when I don't want to, you're going to get a, a nasty side of me. So it's probably for the best. You know, I don't deal with any type of relationship, be it relationship, family, my man. You can ask my family. They don't know shit about me. This is the most they'll learn from watching this podcast. I don't talk to a lot of them because I don't like the way I'm handled. And I'm trying to save you from me because I will light you the fuck up easy. Yeah. Easy. So we're trying to we're trying to save lives out here. So don't look at settling as such a bad thing. And I think men, you know, I could go on for days about what the fuck y'all need to get right, but what else, you know. <laughs> what I was gonna give you with this, Micah, is that um so with this person, whatever, um, the last couple conversations I've had with them have been uh someone says men settle way more than women do, my opinion. Just with who they fuck, sir. That's it. Men settle with who they fuck way more than women do. Um, because I do feel like most of y'all will fuck anything. So with not the other person standards, that's not a settled thing. But okay. When I'm thinking about settling, I think about a relationship. I think yeah, about we're, yeah. we're talking about relationship. Like this is the person that you're gonna be with, this is the person you're marrying. Like that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Ditto. Ditto. I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. And, and even with that, I don't think that's the case. Maybe. I mean, you've seen some situations that don't really add up all the way, but what? Because she's not cute enough. Like it's definitely yeah. we're not doing physical. Fuck all that. That's shallow. Like everybody's fucking settling. Goddamn, I think you'd be three more four inches taller. The fuck? Like I'm thinking. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, big grander scale. Yes, that is settling for you're you not having your type, but I feel like that's so low level. Like we're thinking about deal breakers we're thinking about um where people are in life like real settlements you know what i'm saying where people are in life to me that's that's where my a lot of my settling has come in yeah so tell him to a million times tell him to explain what why he thinks men settle more than women can you give an explanation mr sir he said not sure i align he said i'm thinking about relationships too nothing with the physical okay well when you tell me what you think and i'll tell michael but with this particular competition, because that's his, that's his, uh, his perspective is male and ours is, is, is female. So not a competition, but just saying. Yeah, I want to know. Yeah, I would like to know. I want to know. We don't think so. We don't think that's the case. Mm-hmm. But um, with this person, yes, yeah, so what I'm saying is the more I talk to him um, in these last couple of conversations we have, it's just the more, um, it's just like, like man he needs help and um and it's it's almost this particular person i'm talking about they had me real fucked up at one point it was quick but it was bad because of the extent of our relationship or whatever but now it's just like there for one let me just talk about the freedom it feels to not be sick in the head about a nigga anymore a nigga that you was really fucked up about when you're not fucked up about him anymore oh my it's such a delight and you see them it's like it's something you see a lot of shit about somebody when you ain't like fucked up about them anymore they look a lot different to you the corny shit they do kind of jumps out the dumb shit they say rings a little louder once you're not all hypnotized by love or infatuation or whatever it is that was keeping you that's as big as fuck Mike. <laughs> whatever it is that was keeping you enthralled in this situation Whatever, whatever it is that was keeping you enthralled in that situation. So the more, it's like the more I sit there and I listen to, you know, the things he says and explanation he has for the things that he does and 
all that, I, I guess I see a different side of him now just because we were just like this at once. And then we came into whatever we were for a little bit. And now we're to where we are now. And it's just like, I almost got like a full view of this person. I almost feel like, I feel like I know him better than I know like some of our friends, even to be honest with you, just along of, of knowing him in all these different capacities that, you know, we've, we've been at at this point. And um, it's like with, now when I hear certain things come out of his mouth about why he does this or where he goes to that, there's a crazy feeling of just not giving a fuck that kind of floats over me. Um, I don't feel like I could cry. Like I could, I feel like I could. Um, I could go there with that. And then listening to his logic about why he chooses to do this and why he chooses to do that. Um, the unfortunate part though, is I feel like it's getting to the point where like, I might not even like want to fuck with him at all. That's good. <laughs> That's not what I, I like shit like that. I'm not surprised. But it's kind of just like, why am I even why am I even dealing with this? Like, why am I even remember I talked about that's an ego thing too. For them. Like, you know, remember? Yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. trying to like do the comparative analysis. Yeah. It's an ego trip to tell you why I am the way I am. Yeah. But don't plan on fixing the things that make me who I am that are not favorable, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, fuck you telling me for? You know what I'm saying? Like, you, 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 you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, and... Okay, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, and it's, in a way, that's kind of narcissist. It's kind of narcissistic a little bit. I called him a narcissist today. He was just like, he wished people would stop calling him that. And so I was like, okay. He, oh, sure. he doesn't, he's like, he wished people would stop calling him that. I said, so this is a common thing you hear all the time. And I'll be fair. I don't, I, I, won't, I wouldn't label him full-blown narcissistic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know people that fit the cat, fit the definition way more. Cause he was like, I'm starting to feel like people don't know what the fuck that word means. So I said, you're right. You're right. But you have a few traits. Yep. Hello. That put your black ass in that bubble. Hold on, the guy right back. Okay, he said, because most men don't know or takes a while to be comfortable to admit what they really want. It's also easier for a woman to say what's not working. Men internalize until it blows up. Or never speak again. The first part. um, Read it again. It says, because most men don't know or don't know or takes a long time to be comfortable to admit what they really want. That's the first part. It's also easier for women to say what's not working. Men internalize until it blows up. I just the second part like all the way. Yeah. So the first part is settling more. So because they don't, so is it because they don't really know what they want, they just pick anything because they don't know how to. I mean, see that because, because think about it. We, we're talking about, think about all the men that you know that were in a relationship and they feel like they were forced to marry 
their wives or whatever because she was like look nigga either you marry me or i'm fucking clearing it right yeah. and that's them essentially settling right because they didn't because if she was what you wanted just marry the bitch and not make it so complicated why should she have to give you an ultimatum for you to do that so one could assume that maybe this isn't really what you wanted, but because you were put in a situation. And then to me, that's giving very, that's still giving immature or whatever, because that sounds like more of a personal problem that you as a grown ass man don't know what the fuck you want in a relationship. And furthermore, I feel like the maturity part of a man, right? Of yeah. a, a specific man that is ready for a relationship that's ready to settle down. You should already be thinking differently about what you want, right? And so I feel like, because they don't make every single body their girlfriend and they don't marry every single, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't, for me, I'm trying to think about this on the, a very small scale. Here, like, he said something else. He said, because they don't know what they wrong. I don't know, maybe you missed that. Because they don't know what they want wrongfully because they don't know what they want wrongfully at the woman's mercy, but they just, don't know and are settling okay so maybe they don't know what they want comma wrongfully comma at the woman's mercy maybe it's like that they don't know what they want at the woman's mercy so they don't know so they're just settling so maybe he's just unhappy and he's like only, micah so fuck it i'm gonna marry Micah. that only sounds like that that particular situation sounds like a man who's been with the same woman for the longest and he don't want to be with her that's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like a man who's in a relationship already with the woman. He doesn't want to be there. And he doesn't want to be there, right? And then yeah. he's forced to make a decision because he doesn't really know. But my thing is, how many niggas won't even, won't even make, like, they won't even ask her to be in a relationship with them, though. But, but, but. Uh, how many niggas do we know that passed up on girls they should have been with and they didn't? Because they yeah. about what he wants he's he's not a very i don't see him settling um particularly i would say carlum i don't see carlum settling either because he looking for a dream bitch and i would say probably terry terry's very particular and i put him in a category of these are three guys that give me i know what i want ish and if they don't end up with somebody at least for carlum and terry i would say that's more of a them thing i feel like i would say two out of them niggas we gotta cancel out because they don't want commitment yes yeah, no. so then who who the, who's the third person i said stretch stretch yes okay let's use stretch stretch is a good i think he's a guy that he's probably one of the only ones i need that may not pursue some shit this is what i'm saying because you gotta think about it we know guys that are in situations that we just like is this nigga happy for real or but in in our situations we say that more about the woman we think the niggas that they with are happy as fuck these are the women they always want to be with she don't really want to be with his ass right so oh, I guess what it's coming down to is because they, obviously we just have to well, somebody else said I think they meant their experience is unknown until each of other are coming towards an equal balance of understanding. Okay, you lost me. Sorry, I'm training. Excuse the punctuation and grammar. Okay, so keep going. Um, there's nothing new. So what it seems like is men and women don't know what they want at all. Okay. I don't think I know what I want. I'm with it. Men and, men, and men, men and women don't know what they want at all. 
but they do know they don't want to be alone. Yes. So that if we're nice. in, if we're in a relationship and it's not all bad, but it definitely could be better. I'm going to stay because I don't know. I'm going to stick beside him. <laughs> I'm going to stick beside him. I'm going to stay because I don't know what else there that, that, that there is. So I think speaking on, think thinking about men and how they don't articulate what they want, that's a very true statement. Very true. So very true. if you're not articulating what you want, you know what you don't want, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can say what you don't want. So maybe starting with that would be easier for them. And I think, I still think their deliberation process is better than ours because they ultimately have to make that decision. Yeah, they you got to propose. Like, right? They have to propose. You got to right? propose to me. And so I can see a certain type of pressure choosing the right one going with going with you having to be the person to make that decision. She's not going to ask you, right? And so you have to have the discernment, the good judgment. Um, you have to vet her people. If that's what if you care about her family, you have to figure, you know what I'm saying? Because so, let me ask you this, and you guys can chime in too. So in a situation when kids aren't involved, I can see kids getting men in a situation where they settle, so to speak, a lot quicker because I already they got this bitch pregnant six times. So might as well marry her. But in situations where children aren't involved and give me an example of a man, I mean, a common thing of men settling in that regard because yeah. it goes back to, as I'm saying, I don't think that's the case. And that's yeah. what I'm going based off of. I don't think that's the case because even if it comes up where, okay, look, Micah, you gonna marry me or not, nigga? What's up? Uh, you don't marry me, I'm leaving. If you really want to be with me, then it's a done deal. It's, it's nothing. But if you're doing this on the strength of me leaving you, then what is it? You you must want to be here. Like, I can't I can't go with the logic of you being forced to do some shit that you have to do. Yeah. And that's what that, 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 that girl and that guy. Yeah, uh, yeah that, that couple. Her name is Kadeem and his name is Deval. Yes. And they got all them boys, yeah. Yeah, so Kadeem and, and Deval, he had a Pod, they have a podcast together and he basically said you forced me into marriage because you gave me an ultimatum but the way that it went was she said you know I'm not going to be shacking with you and having all your kids without us moving forward like I'm still that girl who wants to be proposed to I'm still that girl yeah. who wants to be married right and yeah. so his idea was well I do want to be with you so let me just let me just propose then she said, if you didn't want to be with me, you wouldn't have made that decision. And if you were thinking about your family, if I would have let you do what you do, we probably would have five kids and still been in the same situation. And we still would have just been fucking and shaking. For whatever reason. And it, it, it may have nothing to do with me. It may have everything to do with us being legally bound. And you've had mixed feelings about that. It may not be the relationship. It may be the legality behind it. And I can understand that, but you don't want to say that because that sounds like a cop out. And it sounds like you're covering up for not really wanting to be married, but I dead ass don't want to bind my credit with yours. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just really be that. So no one can force you to do anything that you didn't already want to do in a consent, a consensual relationship. I have to say that if this is a consensual relationship, we're going both based off what I think, what you think you're giving me the opportunity to speak my mind. I'm giving you the opportunity to speak your mind. I think in most cases, women settle more than men. And when I say that, we stick around seven, eight, nine years with a nigga who don't know what he want. That's what I'm saying. So I feel like 
the value of time, obviously, is kind of, you know, it kind of fucks us up. And it's like, I want to be with this person, but guess what? I wasted, unfortunately, I spent, I spent nine years with a man hoping he would propose to me because mm-hmm. I do want to be with him. But with, with this guy's logic, he doesn't really know what he wants. And he, he's settling, he's being back to a corner. Who knows if this is going to propose? How many women do we know to this day that's been in relationships past eight years? I was with my daughter's, my daughter's dad. We were on six or seven when I mentioned marriage to him. And I was like, is this something that we're heading towards? What are we doing? And he had, you know, his reason for not wanting to be married. He was like, you know, you got all this. He's like, you got your degrees and you just bought your house. All this stuff, this house that I'm in, I had just bought my townhouse at the time. So he was just like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Just saying he wasn't where he wanted to be yet. But he was like, you know, I'm just not where I want to be in life yet for this. And I was like, okay. But then he offered to give me another baby. And I said, wow, what, what a compliment. You would love to nut in me again and make another human that we have to take care of. You're not prepared for the next step of evolution with this relationship, but you want to create a fucking human being that we have to deal with for the rest of our lives. And yeah. it wasn't the main reason I broke up. But once we got there, it was like, all right, well, maybe all this other shit that we argued about, we might as well, we might as well wrap it up. Oh, hold on, we got a few things. We got one. The same um, guy that was talking about this before, he said, stop chasing marriage. I have very weird views on marriage at this point. So it, that's not really a major thing for me. But I don't think I get it, but it's still commitment. Yes, it, that's really what it is. It's not really you sign up for a relationship with the person and marriage was on the table. Initially, you can't say stop chasing marriage. You can't say right. Me and you start dating Mr. Mr. DJ Trouble, sir. And we have this conversation in our first couple dates, you know. Do you want marriage? Do you want kids? Like these are very milestone things. These are life-changing things that you can decide off of if I want to fuck with this dude or not. And if marriage is something that I don't want and marriage is something you don't want, then problem solved. It wouldn't be no chase of shit. But if being a wife one day, I can't wait for my wedding reception, you can't tell me stop chasing. And he and the guy that she's with knows that. Period. Um, Juba, Juba said she is not wrong about what she said. Okay, Juba was agreeing with you. Shout out to Juba. That's Renika's husband. Yay, yay. Yeah. Why do women do that, though? Where does the hope come from? Um, so me and Micah, we can both give you one. I'll answer it. Um, he's asking, why do women do that? I guess stay around for so long. You know, where does the hope come from? And I don't know if it's necessarily... I know for me, someone who's dated exes a million times, like I've stayed in relationships for a long time. I'm a relationship girl. This is probably the longest. I've been single for, I've been single for like four years now. Um, And I've had entanglements as they're called, but I've been single and this is probably the longest. I don't think for a lot of women, unfortunately, I don't think it's necessarily a hope. Some of them is a hope, but some of them is what Micah said. You've wasted all this time. We know somebody that literally said, I'm not starting over. You know, I'm not, I'm not starting over. I'm not leaving him. I don't want to start over. And, and it, it's a combination of hope and love. You love this guy. You don't already gave him 10, let's say five years out of your life. You may or may not already have kids. Like this is the gradual progression to where it should be. And so this is what forces a woman who gives these ultimatums. This is probably what forces her to say, okay, look, daddy, what are we doing? Like, I didn't give my ex an ultimatum. I literally asked him if that's where we're heading. I didn't like his response. So then I was like, all right, well, fuck it, you know? And, and it's, it's not like everything was perfect. And 
just because he didn't want to marry me right then and there, it was a dub, but we had other problems too. So then you got to be realistic. This is when you get out of this la-la land that you're living in and realize maybe this isn't, you know, the nigga for you. If he, you know, if he, and and even so he could still be the man, but if he's not ready to do what you want him to do at that moment, uh, I think it's just, it's just us, our nature of wanting, we're trained to be wise. Like for most women, this is what we're raised to do. We're raised to be wives and make you guys look good as husbands and you know, take care of your children and be submissive. These are the things that most women are taught. So that's kind of like the goal for a lot of people until they kind of figure some other shit out. So right. I'll let you answer, Micah. His thing was, um, he, he was asking, where does the hope come from? He doesn't understand, like, why do women do that? So um, I feel like if you're with someone for a substantial amount of time, that means you've gone accustomed to the way that they love you, the way they treat you, the family reunions, um, uh, growing together, learning things together, kids or not. So I think for me, you, she actually wants to be there, plain and simple, that I just, I want him. I want to be with him and I want to spend life with him. I want to do life with him. And I'm hoping, and I, and this is where I think the hope comes from. If it's been a substantial amount of time and they've already discussed marriage or they already discussed whatever their commitment is going to look like, because this whole chasing marriage thing, I got with you and I bet money they spoke about that in the first year they were together. That's the trajectory of most relationships today, unless they start with, you want to be married? No, nah, not for real. Oh, I'm fucking with you. We can do this common law thing. And I, and I don't think that, I don't think. I don't think that's as common. It's yeah, not. I don't, think, so, I don't think that's common at all. The hope comes in is, I hope he wants me just as bad as I want him. And it's really because she just wants to be with him. And, 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 and it, as you said, somebody, it is because of love. Yes, she's Yeah, loving. yeah. And, and. And the growth and the, and it and honestly, y'all, it could be really, really beautiful. Like six years of a beautiful relationship. Maybe one kid later, maybe one kid, maybe no kids, but for the most part, the, they are not struggling anywhere else. And she's like, okay, so what's next? Is he gonna propose? Right. That's what we talked about. And if that's yeah. what we talked about and he's not doing that, maybe something's wrong with me or maybe he really doesn't want to be here so all that other stuff starts creeping in and we but, have a we internalize yeah. so we we do these insecurities creep up it's kind of like okay. okay but the relationship shows you there's nothing wrong yeah y'all communicate effectively there's nothing wrong like unless right. he is lying about who he is and she is not who she says she is this is a very good relationship that should lead to marriage and kids or marriage and a business if that's what y'all whatever your version or whatever yeah whatever that looks like on that is yeah women do that because we're not going to propose to a nigga bro listen and that's just what it is and y'all don't want no girl proposing to y'all bro yeah like y'all don't want us to do that you want me to get on my knee and be like will you be my husband what type of shit i don't want that and so i'm not doing that they're almost subjected to having to do shit like that that has to that's why women out here on their fucking knee because it's been seven, eight years and she don't get it. So she's like, fuck it. Somebody got to make a move since you're not. And, and so and to me, that's so sad because she, in those cases, it's kind of like, okay. And I think women that choose to do that, um, 
Some could just be jumpy, whatever, but a lot of them could be exactly what Mike is saying. The relationship, we on six years of bliss. Somebody just needs to propose. I know this nigga love me. I know, I know Micah wants to be with me. Say yes. So let me just ask him. Yeah, I'ma just ask him. I know one of us gotta get the ball rolling. This nigga don't ever do shit on time anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Right. I'm gonna do it. Hold on. So my thing is for me is very important in relationship. Facts. If you and that's what I'm saying, for men, if you know that this is such a, a touchy wedding chasing ass situation, whatever you whatever you think it is, the fact of the matter is this woman was raised and socialized to believe that a man is supposed to propose to her in a certain amount of time, which will give her her family the right way, quote unquote, and she can live out her days protected and loved by this one man so if you're going to be sensitive to her story then the least you could do is say hey baby you know going on three years it could be an anniversary we're going on three years i love you so much i still see myself marrying you these are the things that i've been doing and prepare in preparation for that i don't want to ruin the surprise but that's the least you could do is a conversation even at five years you know this bitch been antsy because you know what women are waiting on in a good relationship. Shit, even in the bad one, you know what they're waiting on. We know a lot of relationships. Let's just be realistic. I think men can do a lot better at the way they communicate with these women in these relationships. Juba dropped it. He said, if a woman has to propose, I think she should leave. Sorry. Hey. Oh, yeah. We're with you. But I say no. She ain't gonna have have no choice. Yeah, I take what you said. uh, And I want to talk on that, Micah. Um, that when it comes to that, I think this is why I get, um, I'm always so sympathetic, obviously, to women. I'm very sympathetic to it. And I give men a hard time, but it's just in that particular situation, Micah just laid it out. You know she antsy. You done been with her for five, six years or whatever. You know that being a wife is the goal. It Please don't let her homegirl start getting fucking engaged. It's even fucking worse for you. Or her fucking parents. Ooh, parents on her ass or whatever so someone's always asking so when are y'all gonna tie the knot when are y'all gonna do it and it's like as uh, along with you but me and Mike talk about this all the time communication is key having a conversation just like that just to ease your woman's nerves bro and I feel like she won't even give a fuck what I gotta say what my mama gotta say because she already talked to her nigga and she already good the only time things like that get worse is when she still don't know what the fuck is going on. She still don't know what's happening. She still don't know if going to propose. Now she starts asking herself, damn, should I dip? Everyone's good at giving advice. So if you, you fuck up and have a woman that's a little more intuitive, it's going to be even worse because now she's like, all right, so this nigga, you know he fucking with us, right? You know he wasting our time. We're going to stay here for the rest of our life. You know, it, there's just so many, there's so many levels of it you got to consider. When yeah. that, you can ease the bitch nerves real quick. This is what I, hey, you know what? I fuck with you, bro. We gonna do this, and honestly, that's not enough. Please be more verbal about what you're trying to say. Yeah, but yeah, I agree, and I feel like okay. men and women need to give each other some grace in that's relationships. True. Like, as a woman, I know it's hard for my man to emotionally emote. I know it's hard for my man to initiate hard conversations. I know it's hard for my man to um, talk about his feelings because he was not trained to do that. Like, we can go through everything that I should be giving you grace for but i think men should also give women grace i know that she is an emotional creature i know that she needs to be um 
what's that word reassured i know reassured. That I, I, if you know this about women not your woman just women and women general, As women in general the least we can do is meet each other halfway i'll cater to your fucking wants and needs and your um where you fall short your deficiencies if you and you cater to mine you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying like that's where i feel like everything will be just fucking blissful because everybody it's understanding. I understand you, man. I understand you, woman. And this is what happens when we understand each other and then we work to make sure that we get everybody right. We got two more mics. So we got this one from Gibson. It says, so should there be checkpoints in the relationship? So you bitch. Yeah, you talk you talking to the right, you speaking to the choir right now. We check. Um, should there be checkpoints in the relationship so you as a woman can see where it's going, or is there a fear that you may not like the reality? is starting to forge itself to be so let me answer that real quick i something else i live by is sometimes you have to be willing to lose what you have in order to get what you deserve right so i have a situation with micah me and micah have been together for five years now and micah ain't proposed to me yet but you know this my this my i'm a stick beside her right but this is not i'm not happy right and i hope that's the i hope that's where any woman that's questioning why she's not married yet, I hope that's where she's coming from. It's bothering her, not the pressure from other people, not the what society says you should do or whatever. She personally is not happy that this man has not made her his wife yet. So um, you gotta be willing to lose what you have in order to get what you deserve. If you think you're a wife, you check this nigga that's holding that, that's holding that spot, okay? Because it's like, you've seen the memes before that says, you know, don't let your boyfriend make you miss out on your husband. All this shit is factual. So it's, if talking to him is gonna, you know, shake the table, if you will, then this may be a sign to you as a woman that this mm. be the this. It may be time to get the fuck up, up out there. Go ahead, Mike. I have checkpoints when I'm talking to a guy. Even before I get into a relationship, I start my checkpoints. Oh, for real. If I'm talking to a guy and it's lasted at least six months, that's my checkpoint. My checkpoint is, hey, we've been doing this for six Good months. I'm fuck. I fuck. I'm fucking with you. I like. I like how this feels. I'm fucked up about you. I'm fucked up about you. I like how I'm this. Fucked up about you, baby. You know, um, we originally both started not wanting relationships. I didn't want one, and you didn't want one. I feel differently about that now. How are you feeling? Said person says, "Nah, I'm straight on relationships. I'm still not in the place I want to be in." Cool. Heard you. Or the person says. Shit, I thought it would be too soon. I didn't know. I, I was trying to give you some more time. Let's fucking do it. Well, let's fucking do it. So Boyfriend. Okay. I feel like um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I know some women do not necessarily checkpoints, but they kind of like gauge when they have sex with a guy. Like there's like three months. Like I know that we have some type of plan and how we kind of like divvy up what we give and what we expect from guys. But I feel like Leah, when we were talking about our relationships, Leah goes out with a nigga quicker. Like she solidifies the commitment quicker, right? She does that probably like, I don't know, three I'll weeks, a month. Together. Yeah. Three weeks, three weeks to a month. That's her boyfriend, but that's a commitment. Like that's her nigga. And he said, I want to be your nigga. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like even a checkpoint in a relationship, like me and Willie, we do we do our annual. We go to dinner and then we talk about the what we gonna do different and how we can it's make so it better. <laughs> so I feel like 
Um, if you're yeah, going to listen more. So yeah, Gibson, I feel like if people did more of that, then it would ease a lot of the jitters along the way because you won't just be hopelessly just, just frolicking in this relationship. Also, I'm, I'm, I'm 31. Oh, the fuck? So, and at the time I met Willie, I was what, 26? Yeah, something like that. 25, 26. So I feel like women start thinking differently after a certain age because we have to. Yeah. So I'm thinking some of these women are in a relationship, they 21, 22, they think they got time. So I don't yeah. think they're thinking about should I be checkpointing this shit? Should I gauge where it's at? Because yeah. they just kind of living and kind of feeling and kind of being in that moment and not thinking about, oh shit, six years I'm going by. I'm 26 now. I'm, I've been with this thing for five years. Mm-hmm. And although I'm young, he hasn't proposed to me yet. And we're still together. Yeah. So I think sometimes people don't want to know the answer because they already know it's going to be no. They already, they already kind of know. And what talk on the, the, the checkpoint thing, I've, I've adapted Micah's checkpoint thing because Micah's right. You know, I'm girlfriend girl, but you have to understand this. And I mean this in the most serious way possible. I have dated the same two niggas for a very long time. And I, the first one, I dated him in high school. So yes, in high school, I became his girlfriend by week three. Okay, I'm Mrs. His girlfriend. And we just dated on and off for years after that. And my daughter's dad, he's the last relationship I had. And that was technically over four years ago. In the midst of us being broken up, I was dating that same ex again, a different ex. So it's like now in like adult world where I have to learn how to date, like this has been such a struggle, but I'm honestly starting to kind of have a good time. It's kind of nice. <laughs> it's kind of all right. You know, this dating shit kind of cool. So um, that's something to be considered too. For people who don't even know how to do that shit right, I have to now adapt ways to figure out how long I'm gonna give a nigga to waste my time, right? Because um, I'm good for it. I just be handing out my time like I can report. <laughs> so for me it's like a whole new learning experience for me to figure out okay how long am I going to deal with this and I and even with me for the six month thing I I've adapted Micah's but I still don't even really like that because it just depends I it depends on how your feelings work I may be more emotional than Micah and even if we're both emotional the same Micah keeps that shit way more player than I do when I start liking the nigga I'm actually really I'm pretty cool with this shit now like I feel like I'm tired but I'm just saying we're getting there I'm really, I'm getting so good, Micah. Micah tells me she's proud of me all the time. So I just say there's something to, I do think checkpoints are necessary because um, I don't think, and I don't give a fuck how anybody feels about me checking them about wasting my time. I think life is entirely too short. So if I'm fucking with a dude for, I feel like I'm 31. I nigga know good and well if I'm girlfriend material or not. It don't take, I don't think it takes that long. I think it takes I'll give you three months at the most. Like, you know what we're doing. If we hanging out every day, we fucking at this point. Um, you come at my house doing all this. Like, we're basically in a relationship. So I think that's something else to also be considered too. Before you start doing shit like that, there is something to be said about that old wives tale of why, what is it? Why, why the cow begins the milk for free or whatever. Yeah. I think there's a point to be, to be made about that too. You know, there's a natural elevation when it comes to stuff. And I think you need to figure out what works for you um, as a woman and a man and see what makes you not feel like you're being taken advantage of. Because I think that's something that also kind of throws women too. How many times have you heard of a situation where a woman is so mad at herself for giving this man all this stuff? Sis, you did it. Like, it's fucked up. I'm, I'm on your side, but I want us to take, take responsibility. Yes, I want us to take more responsibility for the shit that we fall for 
and why we fall for it. And as Micah said earlier in the situation, the key is to ask yourself, why the fuck that worked on? Why do I keep doing this? Why do I keep doing that? Okay, I got to do it, Michael. Hold on. Y'all are really giving us, you guys are doing so well today. Okay, may that pressure cause, maybe that pressure caused a man to be scared to marry. I know I wouldn't want to be forced into something I'm not ready to do. Marriage is a lifetime commitment, so why not wait? Um, I have, okay, my number one thing I say about that is when you are 96, you can still nut in somebody and make a child. More than likely, your dick is still popping. These ovaries, by the time we hit 30, most of these bitches are already gone. There's something to be said about that. And there's some women who are very strong on not wanting to be a mother before they're wed. They don't want to have kids out of wedlock. I have my kid out of wedlock. I, I didn't die. But, you know, some women are very strong about that. Um, it's not for me or you to tell any particular woman when she should be in a situation she feels like she needs to be in. And she can't force a man to do it. But like we said earlier, if I'm with you, Mr. Mr. Chris, and I say, okay, look, Chris, what are we doing? Like, you either gonna marry me or not. If you're like, okay, I'm not ready to be married, I have a decision to make. Yeah. If you say, okay, well, I don't want to lose you, I'm marrying you, then you made the decision. Right. Problem solved. But it's like, these are these are my these are my golden year. Or no, the golden years is old. These are my I don't know, these are the years or whatever. There's no point in wasting each other's time. Yeah. This is why I say why. And then you can easily say in that same situation, I want to marry you. Give me a year. That'll work. That's it. I want to marry you. Or I don't think marriage is for me. Can we talk about common law? Like if you want to be with this woman, find a way. Find a way to be with her and still get what you want, but ain't nobody forcing you to do shit. Like, you're not being she's entitled to want what she wants, and so are you. And, so and if you think you. marriage is so this and it's such a long thing, whatever the fuck, why are you? Why are you with someone for so long without addressing that? Addressing it. What? You should have said whatever you needed to say about how you feel about marriage and how crazy of a commitment it is and how serious it is and how forever it is you need to be talking those feelings through the person that you're with so they can either meet you halfway or siren out your ass like stop wasting everybody time siren out your ass oh this live is ending again y'all i got a new one. Oh, we really got to end this podcast girl we going in tonight come on the next live y'all um, I agree. So I think, I think that is, I think there's something to be said. Like you, everyone has a decision to make when they decide to do what they want to do. If you decide you, I'm not ready for marriage, then sis has a decision to make and vice versa. Yeah. And, and I, I think everyone needs to just take responsibility for the decisions that they made. I think that's something that, I think that's something that we don't account for. And I'm, I'm very quick to, to get on us as women for doing that. Um, like I said, I did it with our homegirl the other day. He did this shit because you let him do this shit. Don't feel bad. I've been there too. That's been the case. But you take you take your power back, I think. You take your power back in a way by accepting that, okay, the only reason why this nigga was able to do this is because I did it. It kind of takes away some of that insecurity you kind of feel too, I think, because you realize, okay, it's not that you're just such a this and such a that. You really sat here and gave him the ability to waste your time as much as he's wasted your time. So just take it as that. And man, same thing. If you don't want to marry this woman, you run the risk of losing her, but that's just kind of what the fuck it is. Like, you know, you run the risk of losing her. Right. And guess what? You made, yeah. If you don't want to be there, just, you know. Maybe you can get her back. When you're- If she hasn't moved on and married. Because guess what? Some men who have proposed to women who weren't married, a year later, he's married. Married as fuck. Because guess what? 
That's what he wanted. That's what he wanted to do. And you cannot blame that person for moving on quick. You cannot blame them. They wanted a relationship. So yes, she got a nigga. What else she was supposed to do? She likes you, yes. But guess what? This nigga stepped up and said, I want you to be my girl. Let's try to figure this shit out. And she said, hell yes, I've been waiting on this shit. Daddy. It's been a year. This nigga proposed. She says, yes. Oh, so what? She wants to be married. like. And, and because the truth of the matter is, Micah just said it, once you hit a certain age, I feel like there's a certain age where all this, I need time and I need this and I need that. There's a certain age where that shit's not going to get you too far. You know what the fuck you want to do. And I, I am a, I've been told this by a few men, and I stand better. A man knows within the first fucking conversation what category to put a woman in. He knows to put me, if I'm just somebody he going to fuck, he knows to put me in a category where I could be his girl, I could be his wife, I could be whatever. You you know, and I, I feel it's because I can tell when I'm talking to a nigga, oh, the way, it's a dub. Like, I feel like I can sense it. So you know what you want to do. Um, Gibson said, See, I have eight sisters in total, and I can't see no cat wasting their time, which gives me empathy. So I can't stand seeing it to other women. And, and if anything, that's that's hats off to your sisters for not being women whose time can be wasted. And so this is where, again, I'm putting it on us to have to take more responsibility for the shit that we sit there and put up with at whatever right. time. Because I mean, and in and, and, and a more crass way, I mean, a nigga gonna waste your time as long as you... And they he gonna treat you how you allow him to. Yeah, yeah. And and it's gonna... Take, everybody. Exactly. The people are gonna treat you the way you allow them to treat you. So if some shit ain't acceptable over here, then they'll they'll show and prove or they'll get the fuck on. As Micah has so eloquently said. Okay, um, Micah, give us something for the Blacks. Um, Black people. Black people. Um, Fourth of July is coming up. Now, one thing I wanted to say is, is that your ancestors, um, the slaves that were taken from Africa, Benin, um, to be exact, uh, they were brought to America by force and they were forced to build America. Now, with that being said, the 4th of July is also an American Independence Day because the country gained independence. And because the country gained independence, we are not under British rule. You know what I'm saying? So we are still allotted these freedoms. We're still, we're still, we can still be as um, pro-American as we wanna be because our ancestors built this shit. I mean, I think, I think we owe it to ourselves to indulge in what we built because because of them, we are able to live the way that we're able to live the way that we are living. We are able to get the jobs that we want, although we are still institutionally discriminated <laughs> discriminating against. We're still still prejudiced. There's still xenophobia. Yes, all this bullshit still exists. But um, our ancestors fought so that we can vote in America. Our ancestors died so that we can at least um, eat sleep and shit in the same places as as um the whites and i know segregation i don't think segregation was the answer i'll say this shit all the time but this is something that they fought for in our country in america so um i would say you know we do not celebrate fourth of july the same way as the whites celebrate the fourth of july because we were still enslaved but we are american nonetheless so although i don't like to claim it most of the time because it's this country ain't shit 
um we have to give reverence to those who fought to just be and live and breathe in this country so if you're having mixed feelings about celebrating fourth of july don't fire no fireworks just eat with your family fellowship fellowship um <laughs> You know, talk about some real things at the table. I love when family gets together. I feel like change happens when family comes. So if you're a part of a family or if you have friends that come together for the 4th of July, y'all just get together and talk and drink and have a good time and talk about, um, I don't know, progressive shit, you know, not just the regular day-to-day, my life sucks. Let's talk about how we can make our lives better, um, how we can invest, how we can um, you know, become, you know, net competitors, essentially. So um, we are still American. And um, I don't want to go anywhere else but here. This is where I was raised, where I was born. Um, although I'm not in line with what the country believes about us or thinks about us, this is the country that we were brought to and my answers were raised in. So at least give reverence to the day for the slaves who had to witness all these fucking fireworks while they were still in the field. So I love y'all. <laughs> That's me. Um, all right, my rant, I'll use my rant to answer your question. He asked, he said, um, DJ Trouble 01, I would like to hear some feedback on being a single parent to a little powerful black lady. Has this topic been covered? So um, it's not, um so far it's not been hard and let me just say for the record my goal in life has always been has always been to be a mom I've always wanted mad kids so the fact that I'm only one out the gate my nigga is like where are my other children at but whatever um it's not I'm a very goal-oriented person I'm a very solution-oriented person so a lot of the things that I do with my kid there are things that I think back now when my daughter was younger when I was still in school when I was getting my master's like stuff like that like my days were so jam-packed But as a single parent, I think something that single mothers and single fathers do, because there are single dads out there too, I think something you learn as a parent is you just have to get it done, right? There's no need in sitting around bitching about it. There's no need in sitting here saying, oh my gosh, what was me? This thing I do, this, this, this. You just get things done. I don't knock women that put people on child support, and I don't knock women that don't. My mom is Jamaican. Um, I was born in America, but I grew up in Jamaica. I went to school in Jamaica, and then I finished my schooling here in Florida. So I've been here for a good amount of time. And I, we, what has been discussed on this podcast a lot is that we do think island people and African-American people were raised very differently. Um, I do feel like as a Jamaican, I have a, a way different drive to get shit done, um, mainly because uh, I'm, I grew up around family members that would have done anything to come here. So me having the gold spoon, if you will, and being born here, I didn't have to marry nobody to get a visa. I only have to file for me. I was just here. Um, I, there's a different sense of pride the way I teach my kid. And there's a different sense of pride in the way I carry myself. This is why I'm proud to say I'm a homeowner and I'm proud to say I got all these degrees because the bitch go put some respect on my name regardless. This is how I am. And so I'm raising my child to be the same way. I'm, I'm not even worried about her in certain aspects. You know, she has me for the education stuff and the my daughter's grammar is very good for eight-year-old better than many adults I will say so she's corrected a few people she's definitely my child but the combination there with her father who's technically a single parent he's in a relationship but he's still technically a single parent for all reasons he's a great man like he teaches her all the uh, he has he's 
the good sides about him, he instills this in our kid. So I'm proud to say that I, while I'm a single parent, I don't do it on my own. My daughter is with her dad right now. She just left today. He and I have a great co-parenting relationship. And the goal, I think, of any parent is to make your child a better version of you. I've talked about that many times. So I said that to Micah. Micah's been around kids a million times. We've talked about her kids. She's having a boy. This little man is about to be ridiculous. When he's with auntie, he's going to have on a suit and I'm going to slick his hair down. Just while he's a baby, he's about to be so fat. I can't wait to smell him. But I just say, um, it's, it's, I'm not even going to lie. I, I'm not saying it's not hard, but it has been a pleasure to be my kid's mom. I love that little girl so much. And you just, for me, you just get shit done. Like who the fuck else going to do it? Who gonna do it? Who gonna do it? Who, who gonna do it if I don't do it? So it ain't nothing but a thing, man. All single parents out there, the single moms and the single dads, you are definitely saluted because this shit is hard. As we mentioned, everyone has interpersonal shit they're dealing with. So nothing's harder. I've had moments when I've been very low and I can definitely call it depression. And I've been able to call the Micahs and the Tarshas and the Pages. They, the three of them have come through when my daughter was young and me and her dad were going through a lot of stupid shit. They have come through and they have really helped just not let my kids see me so fucked up while I went and just cried because oh I, oh I can cry I can cry and they came through and they played patty cake and did dumb shit with my baby while I you know saved face and 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 my mom never showed me a weak woman so I I make it my job to not show my child that as well so I'm not saying it's not hard I, I don't feel like it's hard but I know it is so I'm just saying that you just do what you got to do, man. You just you just get it done. My kid's going to be great. And, and she's going to definitely be a better version of me. My mom told me I'm a better version of her, which is such a compliment. Um, and and so I my kid's going to be a better version of me and my little sister. She's like, I call her my firstborn. So she's going to also be a better version of me and my mom, because I think that's what we're here to do. What's the point of making a kid that's more fucked up than you? You know, you have failed your fucking child. So... <laughs> Thank you for that question. That was very nice. I appreciate that. Juma, shut up. Juma, you better plan a boat ride. I'm not playing, boy. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, this was a fantastic episode, Beth. Jeez. And I would like to send a special shout out to my friend, Michael, because let me tell you, y'all, I had a long work day or whatever, so I had just closed the laptop and I laid down on the couch and I was like, bitch, I'm going to sleep. And here go, Michael. So we're not doing a podcast? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes Micah we're doing the podcast I have on like boxers under here um I have on I just put on like a shirt I'm trying to look good up here above my Micah she put on her wig for y'all <laughs> hmm. we're be consistent we're trying to stick to what we said of consistently doing our episode like we're supposed to so we in here we in here. I appreciate you guys so much for listening, following, supporting. Please share. You can visit us at uh, letussayitforyou.com. Follow us at Let Us Say It For You on IG. Let Us Say It For You on YouTube. And Let Us Say It For You, just for you, on Twitter. It has been a pleasure, Black people. And other. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone else. I'm sorry. I don't know where that came from. Those darn Blacks. Those darn Blacks. Go with it. Hey, it's my <laughs> All right, thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> Goodbye.